It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this. Because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roser, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're here with my good friend James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal tonight, and we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? Do I have all my buttons clicked appropriately? Yes, I do. That means I'm coming through loud and clear. And all right, so this is the show where we get together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. The government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We got a doozy for you tonight because uh, 
As you know, we, t- we do these conversations uh, just as a group of us, really, to include you. As I always say, and this is literally the truth of this, and I can have uh, lots of friends of mine that I've met on this show and friends outside of this show that listen to this show, uh, that the, the actual secret weapon of troubled minds is you. It's you. It's always been you. This is what this has always been about, is getting together and just talking about things and being able to say, hey, look, uh, this stuff may or may not be real, so let's talk about it. It's as simple as that. It's, it's, not, it's not a complicated uh, mathematical equation. It's just a conversation, okay? And there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of polarizing stuff that people want to fight about in this day and age. You know, they want to fight about politics. They want to fight about religion. They want to fight about whether God exists or not or somewhere in between. I don't know. Look, look, I think those are all like interesting, relevant conversations, except for the politics part. <laughs> but the rest of it is is compelling. There's there's a lot there that you can uh, really kind of put on a platter and talk about and uh, maybe spin it around on a lazy Susan and, uh, you know, pass it around and see who's uh, who wants to take a little partake of a little salt and uh, maybe create a circle of salt while you're sitting there waiting. But uh, I don't know. It's my long winded way of saying that we have an open line. If you want to be part of the show, several open lines, you can talk. Uh, call us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And that's the official uh, website, troubledminds.org. Uh, it has the Discord link on top as as well as the phone number. So if you uh, miss the phone number when I read it super fast, because I, <laughs> I do that from time to time, uh, you can just find it at the website, troubledminds.org. There you go. Uh, so I think that covers it. Let's see. We got that. We got that. Oh, yeah. We're streaming. On Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And so please, a couple things. Uh, download the Fringe app at uh, your favorite uh, Apple or Android app store. It's completely free. And it's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds and all the amazing people that call into this show and co-host on this show and all the rest of that. Uh, the other thing is please also uh, join the Fringe Discord, watching all the chat in all the places, including that spot. And you can join that at fringe.fm slash chat. There we go. That's a lot of rambling. Too much rambling let's get to it let's see what my good friend james salcedo was up to what's up bro are you there test one two i'm here can you hear me loud and clear welcome to troubled minds my man uh so uh this idea tonight so this is this has spawned uh this idea kind of as usual right a lot of the conversations we have are sort of organic in the sense that we start them with a particular topic and they kind of range far and wide right and this one in particular started with Matt. Uh, Matt in California, shout out out there. I see you out there in the chat. Uh, at the end of last week's show on Thursday, uh, he called in and was talking about auras and how it sort of uh, pertained to what we were discussing then. And it brought up a whole bunch of ideas here that James kind of kicked on top of with, uh, with wait, like what about auras and orbs? Like, uh, like people see these spirit orbs all over the place. Are they related somehow? And uh, bing, bingo, bongo, boo, a, a show was born and here we are james how does this happen it happens like this every time almost doesn't it it does and it's just amazing how you get enough of us, enough of us together talking because um, really i think it was uh i think it was two it was tuesday actually that show because that was a weird night of synchronicities i remember that um no i'm sorry i'm thinking of the no it was wednesday night that's what it was anyway that's a whole other story but yeah, it was, um, I've just been finding a lot of stories about orbs lately, uh, for my own show, and just, so it's been a topic a lot in discussions among a lot of the people that listen to this show, and friends, and 
And then, yeah, the, the topic of auras came out, and I was just wondering, are, are the energies of auras and then the orbs, in some cases, are they similar, are they identical, or are they connected at all? And that's really what I'm wondering about here. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. So, like I said, this uh, this conversation does include you, and uh, that's what we're going to do tonight. So, as we go, that's where we begin. There's uh, that's where this conversation started. And like I always say, this is this is the important part of this. Like I said, the uh, being the 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 secret weapon of troubled minds is you. Meaning that uh, the next show we talk about may be something you bring up this show, and that's the whole idea, right? So these conversations sort of flow into each other, as we found uh, in terms of you know UFOs. We talk about UFOs on this show, and we. We talk about uh, Stephen Greer summoning UFOs, right? And we've talked about, wait, wait a minute. Uh, if that's the case, what is he summoning? Are these are these these actual spirit orbs? And so if he's summoning not UFOs as lights in the sky, but maybe this idea of spirit orbs, it's sort of like the all of these topics sort of bleed into each other with what's going on in the world right now. And I don't mean, you know, World War Three, nothing quite that dire. Well, well. I guess I guess we'll see what tomorrow brings. But but in in just a sense of uh, these things, whether it's a UFO, whether it's a, a, an orb, whether we're talking about auras of people and all the rest of this stuff, uh, it seems like everything seems to be just related anymore. It's crazy. It's crazy sauce, man. You can't even talk about UFOs without uh, without talking about demons anymore, right, James? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, and it's interesting because you, if you think of orbs. We really have no idea what they are. They could be any number of things. They could be spiritual in nature. They could be just beings of light or plasma or electricity that are also in the shape of orbs. And, and not all orbs also, there are kind of, not all of them are perfectly spherical or perfectly smooth orbs. There's been a lot of stories I've been finding lately about these different colored masses of energy that are are similar to orbs but they're also just kind of messy in that they they either flow like like water or like air or they have they have they change shape or it just really um makes you wonder what all this is and and it does seem like there's a lot of possibilities that connect everything uh paranormal in general Exactly. And uh, people are saying in the chat, will-o'-wisps, right? Uh, we talked about that in the past show uh, regarding nature spirits and things like this. It, it just seems like it all, it all it just blends together. So per usual, we're just going to throw it on a blender and talk about it, because why the hell not? Uh, uh, so let's go. Let's, let's begin then. So let's talk about, where, where do you want to start, James? Do you want to start with auras, or do you want to start with uh, the, uh, the spirit orbs? How, how should we do this? I think maybe you start with auras because the orbs, that's where everything can really, can really spread out Okay. Uh, in terms of what they could be. Perfect. You got it. Let's, so let's do this. Let's go to, uh, we got this article from uh, healthline.com, right? And uh, wouldn't you know it, it's, uh, it's called, uh, What is an Aura? And 15 other questions answered. And I was looking into this a little bit as I do. Again, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff, to, by the way, as many of you can tell. But uh, I do read a lot and I do follow news cycles pretty closely and try and determine uh, at least, well, not really truth because I think that's a slippery fish, as I always say, but probably uh, maybe find some things that are worthy of asking questions about and so so uh, i do read a lot of this stuff and so where am i'm whereas i am not an expert for sure uh i am uh, what would you call me uh besides a knucklehead james it's got to be some some other nice thing to call me not quite an expert i think that's uh, that's a stretch but uh i don't know let's let's say i'm a enthusiast 
a neophyte. You're, you're knowledgeable. You, you, you've been looking into a lot of this, and you know you've 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 learned a lot of things. I think that's safe to say. That's not, you know, that's not putting you at the top or the bottom of any list. So I think that works. That works. All right. So I know a thing or two, right? Uh, but uh, yeah. expert is expert is definitely not 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 on my my list of credentials. So anyway, all right. So this so this article again from Healthline. Check this out. This is interesting stuff. Uh, what exactly are auras? All right. Now this is pretty wild. As quote, this is from uh, Christina Lonsdale, a Portland-based artist behind a popular aura photography practice called Radiant Human, and she says this. As human beings, we radiate a very low level of electricity that's otherwise known as an electromagnetic field. Uh, and that's, that's interesting. Like we've talked about that, uh, like people as right, the energy, uh, the, the energy firing through, through the synapses in our brains and the neurons and all the rest of this stuff. And how also we animated with our limbs and everything else, right? And our thoughts and our consciousness with anything other than electricity, right? It seems like that's the thing. So we do radiate a very low level of, elect of electricity, which funny enough kind of lends to that whole uh, simulation theory and the, uh, the, the idea that, um, that uh, what Neo and those guys are uh, uh, plugged in as batteries to, <laughs> to, 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 uh, to power the machines in the matrix, right? So, so curious that it begins here and we, we're talking about humans as, oh, I don't know, maybe not batteries, but definitely with this low level of electricity flowing through us, okay? And this continues. Ancient systems of medicine, such as Hindu scriptures like the Vedas, uh, believe that this energy is expressed in seven layers. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard this. Each layer is said to correlate to a different element of your physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional health. Uh, it's thought that these layers can interact with one another to influence your overall health. And uh, here we go. So, and they, we've got aura colors. We can get into that a little bit later. Uh, so let's skip to number three. And it says this. Actually, let's get your take on that, James, and we'll get to number three, which is our auras real. <laughs> that's that's the tough one, isn't it? Our auras real. But what, what's your first take on that? So the electromagnetic field we generate, but then also that low level of electricity that's flowing through us, just as people, uh, has something to do with the aura structure here. Uh, y yes, no, maybe so. I, yeah, I think maybe. Um, and just getting back to the idea, it's it's a. Uh, Funny that, that they say that because, in a way, another idea I've heard recently is that um, these auras and these, and maybe these orbs, maybe those are just the energy signatures of something else we can't even see. So maybe the entire, entire whatever it is, is not just the orb. Maybe that's its own version of an aura. Okay, okay, uh, meaning, though, that if we have the the human, I don't know, so, okay, so we're saying they're two different things, or we're saying the same thing, or we say, we're saying they're related already here? I think that it could be related already, just in that, that what we see as orbs could just be the energy given off by other things, other beings, maybe not even spirits, just other living things that we don't even know what they are yet, that that's the energy that they give off just like we give off energy, except that we, most people don't see it, usually. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm with you there. I think that there's, that's the whole reason of doing this show, this discussion tonight is, are these things related? So a few questions for you guys as well as we begin. So I know many of you have heard of not just these spirit orbs, but also human auras. Now, 
are these things real? So that's the first question tonight. That's the question for you. Is a human aura real? Can you actually determine like the state of somebody's, I don't know, essence or existence or maybe mood or that sort of thing from uh, seeing their aura or through this aura uh, photography, which we've talked about and we'll talk about uh, coming up tonight as well? Uh, or is this just uh, some sort of pseudoscience BS? As always, right, we're looking for all the takes and whatever you think is uh, mostly accurate here. Again, like I said, truth to me is sort of one of those slippery, slippery fish words that I'm like, yeah, I think people like to argue over truth. I think getting close enough to it is uh, probably close enough for me. And that's asking the right question. So, so that's the first question. Human auras, spirit orbs, are they real? All right, number one. Number two, as we start getting into this, what are they then? If they're real, what are they? And uh, are they related? That's that's exactly where we're going. So again, looking to hear from you guys tonight, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org, and we'll put you on the show. Uh, tonight, of course, we're here with uh, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. I didn't fail to mention he has a podcast, many of you know. If you uh, haven't checked it out, please do. Links in the description down below. And it uh, says, follow James here. I'll actually move it up to the top as well. I ran out of time again, per usual. Uh, there's I always have like this allotment of time. I'm like, okay, about this much time, I can set everything up and I always run out of time. <laughs> I always run out of time. What does that mean, James? Should I give myself more time? <laughs> uh, it's tricky. I've told you this before. It seems like whenever I'm getting ready for my own show, I'm either ready 15 minutes ahead of time or I am just not ready on time. There never seems to be an in-between. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And you're like, uh, 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 anyway, anyway. All right. So, so, uh, here's, here's the next question, right? And this is straight from this article again. One more time. 702-957-1037. Are auras real? Ah, now this, this is where things start to get sticky, right? Uh, this is from the, again, healthline.com. There are no scientific studies uh, that exist to prove uh, the existence of auras. Many practices and philosophies do believe that they are real. However, the interpretation of what an aura actually is may vary among practices and philosophies. All things have energy. It's the way you send out vibes or awareness. But it's unclear whether the energy can truly be thought of as a manifestation of the spiritual and physical body. In other words, not everyone believes that auras are a reflection of your state of being. Uh, one way to think of auras is as the energy that someone around you emits. Some people make you nervous. Others relax you. Uh, this, in some ways, could be seen as a reaction to the energy they radiate. Okay, Which will take us into a, a colors and the rest of this stuff. But what's your thoughts there, James? I'm sure you've you, so uh, so if you guys uh, don't know james of course uh, was born with a, a condition in his eyes and he he's uh, legally blind and so uh, it's extremely interesting to hear his takes on these vibes about around people right because many of us rely on our vision uh or these other maybe six senses uh, for for intuition but he can't rely so much on his eyes like like many of us do and so he sort of has this uh i guess you could call it a sixth sense right i mean i guess uh, i'll say that because i think james is probably embarrassed to say he's you know spider-man or something or Dare, daredevil right now it's nothing quite like that but i i think that um we've talked about this before in that you know james does believe and i'm not speaking for you i'm gonna let you elaborate of course that in some way it does heighten your other senses being able to not rely on your vision but regarding that that i idea that when you're around certain people and they just sort of relax you or other people like maybe make you nervous or agitated, uh, go ahead with that. And then uh, with a little bit of the, maybe the vision thing and seeing or not seeing, uh, I've got one that can see, right? And maybe that's James. <laughs> yeah, it's, 
I um I definitely get get that feeling. I get, do get feelings from people, um, and it is it's just a feeling. It's it's, but it's something that surrounds them in their general area. Uh, it's it's almost like a non-visual version of an aura. It's it's like I'm sensing it, but I'm not I'm not seeing it. Um, so and yeah, I can I I do get that feeling from people if they relax me or or if I don't I don't quite like to be around them around them even if they don't say anything that's really bad necessarily. There are still some people that I just I don't I care don't care to be around, um, and it does have something to do. I've noticed with with their voices too, and that may just be a a, a thing associated with my low vision. But those two together really do. Um, I, I I base a lot on those two, that all of that put together, uh, because yeah, you you are right. I I can't go by body language like so many people do which I, I've, it's something I know of but I'm not I've never really witnessed a lot of so but yeah I I really do focus a lot on voices and and even more than what they're saying necessarily just voices and then that feeling that I get from people yeah interesting like how, how they say things right particular emphasis and words like there's probably a lot going on that people just um, take for granted in that sense because they they you know rely on their vision in most cases so uh, you know like as, as always if we train ourselves I think we can probably do all these things it's just uh, you know wake up people wake up it's out there right it's out there and it's available for us but uh, we just uh, we, we get lazy with the stuff we have um, so so interesting so that so you, you think that maybe it is you're picking up on an aura and it may sort of be connected to this idea we're talking about tonight. Now, what about the colors of auras? Uh, so so uh, we're going to get to that. We'll, we'll kind of dig into that just a little bit in depth here. And then what we'll do is relate those to maybe these spirit orbs and how people have said they see different colors of spirit orbs and the rest of these things. But, but, but in terms of the auras and the colors, so do you think then you said if you get like a particular vibe from somebody, whether it's uh, through uh, like, like uh, the tone or maybe their delivery and their voice, but then also there's this other sense of, uh, again, calm or unease or some other things. So what actually is going on with this? And do you think that maybe somehow you do have a sense of uh, picking up auras? I, I think that would be the uh, the next logical step, right? Uh, somehow, some way. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. And let's see, uh, just give you a time frame. We've got about maybe two minutes before we got to take a break. Okay, yeah, I I feel like it's really uh, something. There's been a few times where I've felt like, oh, I don't like that person so much. You know, and it's not that they did anything or say anything that I didn't like right away. It's just their their feeling, and then inevitably, after so long, they would they would do something or say something that would get others to be like, oh yeah, I, do, I don't like that either. That's that's not you know, let's not associate with that person so much. Um, even just in online you know online situations too, in voice chat sometimes I you know uh, had that happen a few different times. Um, so, and the colors thing, yeah, it's odd because I, I looked over, I listened to a lot of articles over the weekend, and it seems like different people have different view, views on what colors mean. Um, and, but one thing I have read in, the, in a couple of different articles is, above all else, trust your feelings, which is something I've always, I've, I've come to, to, you know, decide and lean on myself. Uh, focus on myself over the years 
with paranormal experiences. If, if I don't feel any any threat or any any unease around something that is happening, I'm okay with it for, usually. So I think that can be applied with the, to the aura thing as well. Yeah, trust your intuition. So we're going to get to that. So what exactly are these auras, right? What are they? Are they related somehow to these spirit orbs? We're going to talk about those uh, two concepts tonight. And spirit orbs in particular, right? Uh, like James said, I think it's probably a very, very good way to take us into the break and get into what comes next here after the, uh, the bottom of the hour. But the idea that maybe these spirit orbs are maybe benevolent, malevolent, somewhere in between. And I, I read a bunch of stuff. James sent me a bunch of those articles he was talking about. And some people say that it depends on the color once again so we have sort of these uh these same ideas sort of merging together and uh make you wonder what the hell's really going on in this world we live in is this stuff real and uh that's what's going on so if you want to be part of the show tonight you know what to do pick up the phone give us a call i'm here with james of salcedo paranormal and uh please call us what is your take on this 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 human auras spirit orbs What's going on? Have you ever had your aura red? Do you think there's something to this? Do you think it's pseudo-scientific hogwash? What about spirit orbs? People see them in photographs and put them up on these ghost shows on TV. Real or nah? 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with James of Salcedo Paranormal. Don't go anywhere. More auras, spirit orbs, and are they related when we return? Be right back. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're here tonight with my good friend, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. And we're discussing the idea of auras, human auras. What about the colors? What about the energy? What is with this? Is it real or is it not? But then also, people have seen spirit orbs 
in photographs. They've seen them in haunted places. They've seen them in places that are not haunted at all. And so the question becomes tonight, do you think somehow, some way, spirit orbs and these auras that are generated by the uh, small electromagnetic field of people, do you think they're actually related? And there you go. We're streaming on Rockfin YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And, of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show at troubledminds.org. Uh, let's, uh, let's go back to James. What's up, James? Are you there? Testing one, two. Do you hear me, good buddy? I'm here. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, perfect. All right, so let's uh, let's keep on trucking here. We got some ideas to get to. Uh, quick, quick shout out over on uh, over on uh, da, 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 what do we got um, over on the fringe uh, fringe official? If you want to check that out again, fringe.fm slash chat will give you a direct invite to the uh, the chat over going on over at fringe, and that's a Discord room. And we got Night Stalker over there. We got S Magician. Gonna just want to give them a little bit of love. Uh, S Magician says, "I got my aura read by Samantha Moat. Uh, Moat is that how you say it? That lady did such a great job getting information." that was too accurate and too private for me to talk about. Oh, interesting, interesting. So I guess that becomes um, a whole other thing, doesn't it? That if you do a, a get a reading by by an, a, a psychic, I guess it would be, that um, they can sort of use it as a fortune-telling situation, right, James? Have you ever heard of that? I've, I've heard of similar things, yeah. It does seem like there could be more spiritual... The aura could be more spiritual along with just that natural energy and so that some people could maybe pick up on on people, uh, you know, the person they're reading more um, in terms of their personality or or their, uh, it's, it's hard to say. I feel like the aura, there's definitely a visual aspect to it, but I feel like it's also just, just a, a energy that you can pick up on to to get feelings, I know that some people, and there's this was kind of mentioned in the chat earlier, and I do agree. There's also a, a thing as, as such a thing as just being empathic, but I feel like that may be part of it, but I don't know that's all of it. Um, so it's it's hard to say because when I've been around large groups of people, I don't always get feelings from all of them. It's more something I get from whoever is nearby me, not the whole area in general. So, not that I'm I'm saying I know anything for sure. Obviously, like I always say, uh, but it's just these little but these little distinctions and details they really do uh, make it hard to 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 say anything for sure. Yeah. So so you wouldn't actually describe yourself as an empath in any capacity here. I don't think so. Or if I am, it's a it's a low level of it. It's it's limited to a re- really short distance. Whereas I've heard of some people that are empathic. They can they they can get overwhelmed with the energy of you know everyone in the, in, an, in an entire area in a room or on a street. It can it, it's yeah. So I don't know if I am. It's it, I'm only it's like a short range thing. If, if I think is the best way to describe that. Gotcha. Okay. So, so the question tonight for you guys, for, for everybody else out there is, are human auras real? Have you had your aura read? Do you believe in this sort of thing as a, maybe a scientific thing, or do you think it's against pseudoscience or a bunch of hogwash? And, and the reason we do it in this format is because I want to find out what you guys know about it. Have you had experiences like a S magician said there? Have you actually had your aura read by a professional or an empath or things like this? Like Matt said, he called in uh, and kind of spawned the idea for the show last week in that, uh, you know, he had that uh, photograph taken. 
taken, of his aura. And he was actually able to share those photographs with us in the Discord. So we saw that stuff. So it definitely exists. And I, I, can you believe it? I was looking into this, as, as you know me. And the equipment to get this stuff and be able to take these aura photographs will run you in the range. I couldn't get a direct price because everything was like... Oh, call us for a price, uh, email us for a quote, right? Which, of course, you know means, oh, geez, this is going to suck. <laughs> this is going to be super bad. Uh, but what I could find is estimates uh, suggest around $16,000 to get a device that will be able to actually take a photograph and uh, that what they have is like this little hand thing that you place your hand on as well that's supposed to be taking like a uh, sort of... Um, a reading of the electromagnetic field that's coming off of you, right? You put your hand on this thing, you sit there, you're supposed to like be, be calm and chill or whatever and not, you know, not, not freak out, not be nervous, you know, all that stuff. Uh, just uh, just kind of hang out and what they'll do is get a reading of not just the electromagnetic field from your through your hand that kind of sits on this device. It's shaped, you know, like a hand like you would expect. And so you put it on and then they take the photograph and they're able to somehow between the two uh, determine what color your aura is which is interesting and uh, fascinating to me because what does that stuff even mean like i said uh when we were talking about the auras on that past show when matt called i was like i don't even know anything about that when i was young somebody said mike you got a blue aura and i was like okay you're weird and uh you know because well i was a knucklehead then yeah uh, now I'm, I'm still a knucklehead i'm less of an i'd like to think i'm less of a knucklehead but uh well <laughs> sometimes sometimes we have a, we have a pretty high opinion of ourselves and maybe we shouldn't but um in any case so the colors of this now i know you read a little bit about this as well james because you were looking to some of the same stuff I was. But what do you think about the colors here? I've seen everything from, uh, you know, green, blue, red, uh, maybe sort of like a whiteish, uh, a mix purple, uh, and, and they could be blended in many ways, or even black auras. Uh, what do you know about this? Uh, what did you find in your the research you did? And uh, what is your general feeling regarding the colors? I'll get to what they actually mean and just read a quick list of this. But, but what do you think, like regarding, like for instance, you, you would expect if somebody had a red aura, they would be agitated, right? They would be angry. They would be maybe in a state of unease, right? Where if they had like a, and I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here. I'm not taking anything. I'm just saying like, you know, like a, a red, a red cape to a bull, right? Like sort of thing. The bull like gets mad and charges like that's the old, how the old, uh, uh, the wise tale goes. I don't know if it's true or not. Cause I've, I've never had a bull by the way, but, um, if you have, let me know, James, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, right. So I don't know if that's even true, but like typically with people, the color red, associated with uh, you know anger or blood or right sort of that but then you would expect the other colors like the blues and the greens to be more like the ocean more like calm but I don't know what what's your take and do you think there's any uh, relation to I don't know maybe our s state of awareness or state of being when it comes to human auras and then we'll get to we're gonna uh, second half we'll get into orbs and start merging this whole conversation but let's go colors and orbs uh, sorry colors and auras right now yeah the colors I almost wonder at this point, just based on those articles and everything, if maybe different colors mean different things to different people, the ones that are describing what they mean, if maybe for them, maybe let's say for one person, red is an angry color, or, you know, an agitated color, but then for someone else, they don't get that feeling. I, it's it's hard to uh, to say just based on these articles and, and the different opinions of different colors that they, they give. Uh, so, again, I think it goes back to the feeling and uh, and then also the idea that I think um, 
auras can also change over time too, depending on a person, you know, their personality and and the things they go through and their life experiences, and that can I think that can be on a uh, a short term and a long term scale. So, um, yeah, it's and that's one thing that um, uh, the the technology there that's that's crazy. That's a lot of money for for that. I I can't imagine getting that kind <laughs> of a camera or that kind of a device. But uh, but yeah, so it's really at first I was thinking you know we'd look into this and we'd find. A, a good consensus on whatever all the colors mean, and then I was looking at the articles. It's like, oh wait, no, not really, you know. So unfortunately, I, I can't just say, you know, that they do that. That these colors mean this almost for sure because of the different opinions. And I think um, that's what makes me wonder if it really is different for for everyone in terms of what they what they sense and see, and then what those those colors mean to them yeah exactly good great points all and i uh, interestingly too it is notable that some people can uh naturally like matt matt called when we was talking about this uh what kind of got the kicked off the idea for this show is that um if uh right he, he can see them normally he said it's, it's taken him some practice and so people out there can naturally see these auras right and other people can't i can't i can't see a lick right i'm, I'm definitely not one that can see but uh it, it is uh it is interesting to say that you know you need in some cases you need six uh, james it's only 16 grand by the way let's buy two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh sure no problem yeah, yeah right it's no big deal right it's only 16 yeah. grand that uh, with inflation it's got to be 20 right that 20 cool 20k who cares right that's less less than yeah. a nice car <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all fine. It's, it's fine, but uh, but I'll just I'll just sell my car and we'll take no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you, you sell your car. I'll I'll sell my car and then we'll borrow the rest to buy one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, okay. So, but the, but the, the the crazy thing is that uh, that some people say they can see auras, right? And uh, well, the thing is, though, if you can, how come you can? How come some people can't? That's another good question for tonight. And then also, uh, can you practice? Can, like Matt said, he could practice here. And I'm not saying that Matt's wrong. I'm saying what has been your experience? Um, so that's the good stuff that we're talking about. We're discussing human auras and spirit orbs. We're going to get to orbs in a second here. But uh, so so it, it seems interesting that the, all these different colors and whatnot. So the question for you guys tonight, again, is this stuff real? Human auras, do you believe it's real? Do you believe it actually is related to sort of our state? of being state of consciousness something like this or again do you think it's pseudoscientific hogwash and that i could uh, you know take some photoshop and say james your aura's green <laughs> that'll be 25 bucks thanks <laughs> right uh, and, and again I, I i say that in jest because we know there's going to be people that do stuff like that right this if you can make money doing it there's going to be people that cut corners and cheat and try and mislead you right it, it's just a nature of, of not just this game the you know the quote paranormal game but it's also the nature of humanity, right? I mean, number one, first we got to feed ourselves, so there's that. But then there's a second part of uh, there's that human greed element, right? And uh, you got to compete with the next best psychic. And if uh, yeah, you, you can't you can't compete, then uh, well, <laughs> I've heard the term: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So <laughs> there, there it is. So uh, there you go. So what are your thoughts on human auras and spirit orbs? So let's get to these colors real quick. This is again from that that one article. And like James said, this is the, the craziest part about this is uh, we, it, all the links. By the way, are on the description down below. You can always find our links. We're not trying to hide anything from me. We're telling you where we got all the information from. We're not making it up, et cetera, so on. And James is completely right. Uh, on, on so many different sources, they have 
different ideas of what's what. We'll just go with this general idea here from healthline.com. And again, uh, link, link is in the description down below. But red, it says a red aura is well-grounded, energetic, strong-willed. Orange is going to be adventurous, thoughtful, considerate. Yellow is going to be creative, relaxed, and friendly. Green is going to be social, a communicator, and nurturing. Blue is going to be intuitive, spiritual, and free thinker. Indigo is going to be curious, spiritually connected, and gentle. And violet is going to be wise, intellectual, independent. So, uh, again, there's sort of a baseline, in it, like uh, James said, and it's true. It depends on who you ask. Some of these colors may or may not sort of correlate or mix. And I think what's interesting, too, is we find a lot of that stuff in like other sort of fortune telling like uh, tarot and stuff like that. I'm sure you've seen some of that, James, where some of the tarot readings are or let's say astrology even where you get uh, maybe a same or similar sort of set of cards or a certain birth sign. But the readings aren't exact, right? Or else you'd only have for the Zodiac, you'd only have 12 exact readings for people, right? So that doesn't seem, it it seems like there's got to be a little more nuance to me than just, you know, just like uh, these five colors or whatever. Because Matt's photograph that he shared with us on on, uh, Discord last week had uh, a merging of colors. It wasn't just one particular color. So so maybe all these things sort of come together and have, uh, I don't know, I don't know, maybe a... uh, Damn it, Ronald with the jokes. Maybe a uh, an actual something or other. I don't know. I don't know. What's your thoughts on the colors here uh, regarding, uh, like you said, so you did say that, uh, number one, it seems like maybe it's up to the person who's interpreting, right? But then two, do you think there is something to this in that, let's say your your aura may be this or my aura may be that, to what about this photography? Do you believe it's, it's real or do you think it's a pseudoscience? Uh, I always go with the the possibility that there could be both. There could be some people that do it for real. There could be some people that are completely scamming people. Yeah, it's just like anything. I, I don't believe that all psychics are fakes. Just like I don't believe that all psychics are are real. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe, so maybe the first time. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. maybe it's a, uh, so you need uh, in this day and age, you need to bring a psychic you trust to the palm reader and the person who takes your photograph for your aura to make sure that they're not trying to hustle you. <laughs> you need like a, or, or just bring your circle of salt. That may, that may solve it all. <laughs> so uh, we've got some good chat over on uh, all the chats here, but okay. So, so maybe a good solid, maybe. Um, but then uh, what about the different colors now? What about red and all the rest of this stuff or blue or etc so on how does how does that make you feel knowing that somebody might be able to spot you out of a crowd and be like that's the one <laughs> that's the guy i'm looking for that's <laughs> <laughs> uh i find it interesting that the healthline article all the colors are basically positive and again that makes me wonder about how these things are filtered through the person the person's ideas and their their personality if some people do look for more of the positive and everything and others if they see something that's maybe not so good they they're not afraid they're not afraid it's like a way, it's a right way to say it but they have no problem saying that this color could also mean this bad thing in, in different cases uh which i think there is a, a kind of duality and and there has to be a balance in everything so um I was actually talking with Rohan about this other day, how, you know, in the paranormal, there seems to be these tendencies to everything either has to be good or bad. There's never any medium in a lot of popular culture and 
all of that. So it seems like that could apply to this as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the thing, right? I've always been super skeptical about stuff like this because not not because, let's say, I didn't believe it's possible. I think I was just been super skeptical because I it's like one of those old lessons you learned when you got hustled when you were young. You know, you're like <laughs> somebody was like, oh, yeah, that'll cost you 25 cents. And you're like, well, all I have is 25 cents. And they're like, well, you're priced in. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, I'm sold. And then they take your money and you're like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, right? So it's kind of like that. It's like, you know, you kind of, after you've been hustled the first time, uh, call me a, uh, a hard cookie to crack when it comes to stuff like that. But I'm like, let's not know. So I, I've never been to a palm reader, never been to uh, any of that stuff. Right. Uh, so, so for a number of reasons, we'll, we'll get into that uh, maybe into the third hour tonight. But, uh, but I think that, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, this is, this is one of those ones that to me, you know, some people emphatically say, no, this is real. And some people are like, no, this is all pseudoscience hogwash, you know? So, so I don't know. I don't know. Again, looking to hear your guys' thoughts on this. What do you think? This idea of human auras, we're going to get to this spirit orbs in just a sec here after the, the top of the hour. And we'll start merging this conversation on what these two things may or may not be. But uh, if you've ever had your aura read at a wherever, like a, I don't know, convention, a fair, or a, went into a, I don't know, brick and mortar shop or something, or even online, maybe you send in a photograph and they did like a, a reading for you, something like this, or on a webcam, you can do that in today's, you know, modern technological age. But crying out loud, my face is on a webcam right now, you know, so maybe, maybe if you can see my aura on a webcam right now. Can you report back and let me know? Uh, so what are your thoughts? Is this stuff real? Is this stuff fake? Anywhere in between? Have you ever had this, uh, had a reading? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. We're here with my good friend, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. And uh, you can ask him something. You can ask me something. You can tell us about your experience with this stuff. And what about the colors? You think the colors have any rele- relevancy to this? Uh, again, uh, kind of based on the chakras and things like that. Um, you know me. Uh, and again, being super skeptical and robbed of my first 25 cents I ever owned, right? That I probably found in the gutter somewhere. <laughs> but uh, it was my 25 cents, I'll tell you what. But uh, but right in, in that vein... Um, it also makes me, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. All right, 702-957-1037. Let's go, uh, let's, uh, let's see, we got, uh, what's up? Just a quick shout, a couple shout outs. They usually don't get a lot of love if they're listening to us on the Fringe FM because uh, during the commercials. But uh, what up? Just a real quick, we got um, Sammy's out there, I see you. We got, uh, who else is here? And uh, Night Stalker, of course. We've got uh, Paul Till Dawn. I see you guys. They're talking about uh, auras over there and discussing uh, how this stuff is real and uh, that uh, maybe... Maybe they've had these experiences. So, so uh, there you go. All right. So uh, let's. Um, no, sorry, uh, Axel says I'm in the queue. All right. Let's go. Uh, shall we do Axel? Shall we give Axel uh, Axel a few moments? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's do. It. Let's go to Axel in uh, Michigan. What's up, Axel? Welcome to Trouble Minds. Around with Mike and James. We got about three and a half minutes, but you can stay after the break if you got some time, my friend. Go right ahead. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, Axel. You're on Troubled Minds. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it, it, I was listening to the YouTube the YouTube feed. So it's a bit high. Anyways, uh, yeah, auras. I mean, auras are pretty cool. Um, you guys were talking about uh, the tarot. Uh, the tarot actually does assign aura colors to people based on their birthday. And um, and I know that me and Mike share a birthday. We're not going to say what it is, but we share one. And so I could tell you what your base aura color is in the tarot system, Mike. Okay, don't do that. 
because uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't do that. I lost my quarter once. I'm not going to lose it again, even if this is free. Nope, don't do that, please. But, but okay, so all here's right, the thing, all though. Right, all right, all don't, right. Well, don't, don't do that. Th- thanks for the offer. I appreciate it very much. Here's the thing, though. So, do you think this aura stuff is real? Uh, and real quick, so like I said, we got like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes for you. Uh, can you stay over after the break? I want to make sure we can time this appropriately. Give yeah, you that's minute. fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all fair sometime whether you like it or not, but not on the show. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay, so so about a minute and a half, two minutes. Go right ahead. Do you think do you think this aura stuff is real, or do you think it's just part of like the, uh, as some say, the pseudo scientific uh, zodiac and tarot reading stuff? Uh, I know that uh, again. You you said you're a materialist in the past. I'm not going to speak for you here. What are your thoughts regarding the aura itself? Do you think people can see it and other people can't? Go right ahead. I mean, uh, you know, there's Krillian photography. I mean, definitely people can see auras. I'm just not sure those auras are like a real material thing. Like, you know, you can, um, uh, you know, Krillian photography normally has people, they have like their hands or feet on like charged plates and like it creates this like electrical corona that the camera records. Um, but uh, yeah, sure. They're real enough. Why not? I've had my aura read. It's fine. I, I had some pictures taken. So you know, why not? It's a nice thing to believe in. <laughs> why not? All right. Let's give it a why not. We're here with uh, Axel Steele, good friend of mine. <laughs> also, also James of Salcedo Paranormal. Uh, James, anything for Axel real quick, and then we'll, we'll go into the break. But stay put, Axel. Just mute up right after this, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, bring you back right. as soon as we come back on, okay? Uh, what you got for, uh, for James Axel, or Axel James, sorry, the other way around? <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if James wants to give me his birthday off mic, not for the public. I could tell you what your base aura color is if you'd like to do that, but you don't have to. Okay, well, I find that really uh, fascinating, and, and that th- there is a connection between the aura and the tarot. It, again, these connections. It seems like everything is connected these days, which I, I'm okay with that. If that's if that okay. is. The case. I, I 100% I'll, I'll get my book up here so I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So uh, uh, we're again here with Axel. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, we're, we're talking about this idea of human auras. Do you think they're real? Number one. Number two, we're going to get to after the break here, after the top of the hour, spirit orbs. A lot of people see this in the paranormal world. You see them on like, you know, Zach Baggins beating his chest on the ghost adventures going, ah, where are you? And they're like, oh, look, look, they've got the spirit orbs on camera, right? And, you know, in a lot of a lot of cases, they get uh, sort of smacked down as, ah, oh, this is just dust in the these guys are full of crap. But what do you think? Again, like I said, I'm not trying to tell you what it is. That's some people truly believe these are real spirits, uh, sprites, or other maybe malevolent or benevolent entities. Other people believe it's just um, specks of dust and hogwash. So that's what we're talking about tonight, including human auras, and love to hear your thoughts. So here you go. Smashing the button uh, so you guys can hear the music as we go to the outro. And that's what's going on. We're here tonight with uh, James of Salcedo Paranormal and uh, our good friend Axel Steele. And this is what we're talking about. Why the hell not, right? Uh, I'll send you a DM, James. Okay, perfect. Human auras, spirit orbs, are they somehow related is where we're headed tonight. If you want to be part of the discussion, love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. And well, sometimes things are easy. Other times, they're a little less easy. So that's what we're doing tonight, tackling the idea of both the aura and the spirit orb. Do you think they're related? We're going to get the spirit orbs after the break. What are your thoughts? This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Once again, here with James and Axel. Be right back. More 
auras, spirit orbs, and your calls when we return. Don't go anywhere. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your right. And they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Troubled Minds Radio. 
I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're here tonight with my good friend James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal and also Axel Steele. And we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is, what is it? What night is it? Monday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. That would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. By the way, somebody just sent me a, a voicemail tonight and asked, when do you guys record live? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. And uh, you can find all that information at troubledminds.org. Uh, we get together uh, and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. I like to call those things, just to sum up, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Tonight, we're discussing this idea of auras, human auras, but not just the human auras themselves. Is this real? Is this a charlatan's trick to rob you of your 25 cents? Or is this actually something that is based in some sort of science? Love to hear your thoughts on that. And of course, we're going to get to spirit orbs as well, because the whole conversation started as, well, are auras and spirit orbs somehow related? Uh, they, they have this weird thing where they both talk about colors of the things and as meaning intention. The auras, of course, are based on the human chakra, things like this. The spirit orbs may be malevolent or benevolent entities. Who knows? It, it always depends on who you ask. And so it doesn't really matter what I think. It matters what you think. So if you want to be part of the conversation tonight, give us a call, 702 702- 957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. And of course, we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. We're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Let's get back to James. James of Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, brother? Are you there? Test one, two. I'm here. Yeah, this is a... I, I love this discussion. And like I always say, I don't claim to know anything or say that anything is for sure, but... I just love looking, love looking into these possible connections between things, and this is a great one. Appreciate it. Thanks for spending your time with us tonight. And uh, Axel Steele, are you still there, my friend? Yeah, I'm around, my friend. Okay. Always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to have you. All right, so uh, so we, we left off talking about the idea that ter- tarot is actually related somehow to the, not just the, uh, the, the idea of the chakras, but the the actual aura itself and those colors, yeah, it, right? It, so go ahead, please yeah, explain. It, 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 I mean, there is a... So all the cards have a color, and based on your birth date... Well, they have multiple colors. But based on your birth date, um, there's a card that's kind of assigned to you. And so that's kind of the... In this theory, that's kind of the base color of your aura. Now, your aura changes over time. You're not stuck with it. You know, you move through different levels of enlightenment. You change. But this is sort of like the default rest state of your aura. Um, and uh, I'm not going to say what mine is, because I said that we share a birthday, and you don't want me to say, so that's off the table. But uh, uh, James was nice enough to tell me what his birthday was. So I, James, would you like to know what your base aura color is? Sure. Deep blue flecked with yellow. Okay. Okay. It doesn't sound I, too bad. I knew it. I I knew there was a reason I didn't like that, James. It's it's because of the deep blue and the yellow. <laughs> no, no, 
No, I, I don't know. So what does that mean? What does that even mean? Is there so? Okay, so. Oh, hey, 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 buddy! I don't know that. I don't okay. know what the color is. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right, perfect, perfect. And once again, I, I think, I think once you, uh, once you start getting down to like the color of people's auras, it, it turns into that. It's sort of an interpretation thing, right? Like, like again, back to the colors and, uh, you know, so you know, red, in in some cases, like uh, James was saying that we are started with that article from Newsweek. Uh, sorry, Healthline, not not Newsweek, but everything on there was a positive thing, even red. But I found some other sources that James also sent me as well. Uh, that they have uh, this the color red is sort of a uh, kind of a, a spirit out of balance right things like that i'm sure mm. you read some of that right right james yeah yeah the the reds the um even some of like the greens and the and browns and even um in some cases white which i was surprised because so often you think of you hear about the white you know the white light the 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 idea of that color or that that uh, light being supposedly, uh, to a lot of people anyway, the symbol for for good, for you know everything that is good in in the universe or in people. Right. But then the, some of these articles are saying that may not be it. It may just be a case of there. This is an excep- exceptionally strong aura or, or orb or energy where it doesn't mean it's necessarily good. It's just there's a lot there in some cases. So I I I thought that was different. Sorry. Obviously, the tarot system is just based on your birthday. So it's not like everyone born on the same day has the same personality. (laughs) You know, it's just a baseline. Okay. All right. Baseline. That's a good word. That's a good, a good term is baseline. Okay. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're discussing this and we got, we got, we got a couple questions in the chat, which we'll ask Robert. He's on the phone here. I want to, I I had the question he said, every living being has a, a, an aura. And I said, well, what about a cockroach? Because, well, you know, cockroaches, <laughs> cockroach, got a cockroach. And he said, yes, even them. And somebody in the chat said, does Bigfoot have an aura? Uh, and also, uh, Ronald uh, over on Rockfin wants to know, do Scottish people have plaid auras? <laughs> Damn it, Ronald. <laughs> Why? Hey, probably. Why? Why, bro? Why? All right. 702-957-1037. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to Trouble Minds, my friend. You're on with Mike, Axel, and James. Go right ahead. Hello, hello. Test one, two. Are you there, Robert? Um, um, um. Test one, two. Robert, Robert. I think all my buttons are pressed appropriately. I don't have anything broken. I, I, I don't see him in the chat. He's uh, he's on the phone. He's on the phone. Okay. okay. Uh, test one, two. Robert, are you there? If you're there, I don't hear you, Robert. Maybe we got a bad connection. You want to uh, maybe call back, or I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. Everything should be well, good. I want to. I want to talk to Robert. I'm sad now. Yeah, Robert's a good dude. All right, Robert, call back, please. Call back, please. I cannot hear a word you're saying. So if you're talking to me, well, <laughs> it's it's not working. <laughs> it's, it's not working. Let's say. All right, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Let's uh, let's get somebody test the phone number to help Robert as well. Maybe it's it could be <laughs> me. It could be me. Meaning meaning something here broke because it happens from time to time on a live show. You never know, right? One little thing gets toggled and everything breaks. Okay, so uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, Axel, what's your thought there? We'll go to James and then we'll move on to spirit orbs. 
Oh, I was just going to say, do you want me to tell you my aura reading experience, which was probably a scam, but like, I could still explain what happened. Sure, sure, sure. Let's hear it. Let's hear how it went. So, so I was, I was in Seattle. I was visiting a friend of mine and, uh, uh, there was sort of like a fair and there was a guy that was doing aura readings. And the deal was, is that like, you know, you, it was kind of like a dark room. It was a fair, so it was like a tent. And then he would take your picture and then, you know, I, I guess he was claiming it was like a Krillian camera and it would reveal your auras. And uh, he he did take, and I was like, why not? I'll pay the 15 bucks or whatever. What do I got going on in my life? And he, uh, and he, did, he did take the picture. And then when the picture got resolved, um, he claimed to be shocked. This is why I'm like, it's probably a scam. Because uh, I was still pretty dark, like in the dark room, but everything around me was illuminated. Like I was a, a light bulb without the light bulb that you could look at where the light was coming from. <laughs> that makes any sense? I, I, is, would call everything, you, I would call you something much less nice than that. But uh, but yes, okay, that's fine. That'll work. Well, well tell, me, tell me the less nice thing. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. But no, but no, 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 no. It was, it was, I was still dark, but everything else in the room was illuminated. He pretended to be surprised. And then I, I gave him some extra money. I took the picture. But uh, that was my word reading experience. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm gotcha. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it was a scam. <laughs> gotcha. Sure, it was a scam. Uh, quick, we, we got Robert back on the line. Let's try this again. Quick shout out to Joey. Okay. Joey over on YouTube says, uh, "This is the best podcast. Every week the subjects are fantastic, as are the regular callers." Shout out. You got it, my friend. Let's go. Uh, thanks for the compliments. And again, that's just not me. That's uh, that's all you guys. That's Axel. That's James. That's all the amazing people that call into the show. Speaking of which, let's go to back to Robert in Pennsylvania. Let's try this again. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike, James, and Axel. What's up, Robert? Are you there? Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh. <laughs> this is not good. Okay, uh, Robert, don't go anywhere. I'm going to mute you, and I'm going to go try and see somebody else and see if we can troubleshoot this right now. Is he on the Discord? Can maybe come in through the Discord chat? Maybe, but he's on the phone, so let me just try and fix this right now. Take take just a second. Take just a second. I'll talk to James for a bit. Hey, James. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Hold on. This is a live radio show. Let's go to Jay Winch in Texas. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds. Go right ahead. You are on. Let's test this. Jay Winch, Jay Winch, are you there? Uh oh. I, I, I was just, I was just going to vamp with James for a bit. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. This could be me. This could be my problem. Jay Winch, are you there? I think the phone's broke. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Uh, I this might be a setting on Google Voice. One moment, please. Let's see. Um, all right, bear with me, guys. Sorry about that. I think that's part of the problem with these, uh, these, these dealios of these live shows is everything seems fine, right? Until it doesn't, <laughs> and then it doesn't. All right, let's see. Uh, let me check my uh, voice meter output. Uh, voice meter input. Uh, everything should be fine this way. Yeah, see? Look, hey, hey, complicated audio setups. My brother makes fun of me. Uh, we're, we're playing video games and everything's broken. And he's all, why is, why is your stuff always broken, Mike? I'm like, it's too, it's too complicated to explain. <laughs> it, it, he's all so complicated that you don't even understand. I said, kind of, kind of. All right, Jay Winch, are you there? <laughs> Jay Winch, one, two, test one, two. Can you hear me? No, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So uh, apparently it's me. So sorry about that. Uh, I apologize. I'm hanging up on you guys. We'll have to fix this later. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting for that, Robert. Uh, uh, I apologize. Uh, apparently the phone lines are broken. It could actually be a, a Russian hack. 
<laughs> since everything's Russia's fault these days. Uh, 702-957-1037 would be the phone number, but it's broken. So uh, try the Discord, troubledminds.org, yeah. click the Discord link. Uh, what can you do? What can you do? All right. Uh, what's up? Robert says, I'm a, I'm a rock fin, not Discord. Yeah, you dirty, you dirty Discord. Okay. All right. So, the, so let's get to, uh, uh, you, you can hang, Axel? You can hang out with us? What's up with you? I'll hang. I'll hang for a bit. Okay. I love you guys. Okay, stay right there. All right, so James, let's get to this idea then. So we're talking about human auras, right? And how they have these different colors. Now, what about these actual spirit orbs? Now, what the hell are these things? What's your What's your first take on this? And then we'll get into how maybe these two things may or may not even be related. Yeah, there are different takes on that. Basically, they can be uh, a spirit, like you said. Now, that can either be a human spirit um, or another kind of spirit, another kind of being that is also just made of energy somehow. Uh, Again, this is all very much, um, I guess you could say, open to interpretation and experience and and all that. But it's just this idea that um, what people are seeing uh, is, is literally these spheres of energy or these these fields of energy that um are visible and move around and uh in a lot of cases they're even seen uh the ones and this was mentioned earlier in the chat the the ones that you you can catch there you see on 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 camera you know videos those in a lot of cases can be bugs or dust or different things like that but then there are also cases where people see these things without cameras. Um, or they'll, they'll see them on cameras, but they'll go through people. And then, you'll, if it's like an investigation of some kind, at that, at that time that this happens, the person will say something like, oh, I just felt this sensation, this strange energy go through me. You know, go through my arm, or or touch the back of my head, or you know, whatever the case may be. And the video, there will be an orb of some kind that will touch the part of the body that they mentioned, or seem to anyway, as they're saying that. So it really is odd. I do believe again, there's some that are, are just glitches and mistakes, but um, just based on uh, on people's experiences. I do think there are some that that seem to be real as well. Okay, and uh, so uh, we've all seen Ghost Hunters or something related, right? Some kind of like a Discovery or History Channel show where, you know, uh, in this case, I'm going to use Zach Baggins as an example of Ghost Hunters because he's hilarious. And he, he stomps oh, into wait, these wait, wait. supposedly wait, haunted wait, wait. places. Hold on, hold on. Stomps into these supposedly yeah. haunted places, beats his chest and goes, Ah, you dirty little ghost, where are you? Ah! And then they have like all these, all the footage of like all these little uh, little spirit orbs. Go ahead, Axel. What are you going to say? I was going to say nothing. I think James was about to say something, but I will just yeah. say that like I'm not particularly. How are ghosts scary? Come on, they're dead. <laughs> they're not a big deal. <laughs> hey, what if they walk into you and take you over? Isn't that scary? You've heard of possession, I'm, I'm sure. Please, that's not going to happen. Come on. All right, I'm all tough right. enough. <laughs> all right, tough, all right, tough enough. There you go. Uh, we we will. Uh, so we're going to have everybody cast all their spells on Axel one of these days on a show coming up because it's going to be funny. <laughs> He's tough enough to handle yeah, it give- all. So. Yeah, give it your best shot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what a, don't do that. I'm, I'm only kidding. Axel knows I'm only kidding. All right, all right so, so, uh, so you see, uh, James, what, what are we going to add there? 
I was going to say it's uh, Ghost Adventures. Isn't that what I said? No, you said Ghost Hunters. Oh, whatever. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what can you do? Hey, tr- troubled minds, knuckleheads. What? What's the difference, right? I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay, okay. So I'm just saying, like, uh, whoever these people. Good, good that I mixed it all up because now I can say that I wasn't thinking of any of those people. But uh, you get the idea here, right? So everybody's seen this idea that these spirit orbs show up in these photographs, and the 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 line goes it's sort of like evps right everybody knows the electronic voice phenomena and they do all this stuff in these ghost hunting shows where you're not supposed to be able to see the orbs with the naked eye in most cases all right and then mm-hmm. the way they appear is when you take these photographs and they say that it's because they move too fast for the human eye or are in some sort of uh, light frequency that the human eye cannot easily pick up and so these cameras somehow some way are able to capture them Okay, so once again, right, like at some point, like there's the bokeh stuff, the bokeh or whatever you call it, B-O-K-E-H. Then there's like the, the dust in the in the air and there's, you know, there's a whole lot of like just regular on like a high def- definition camera and like a dusty room. You're going to pick up some stuff like that. All right. And so a lot of that, a lot of the debunkers or the Mick West types or whatever don't want to speak for him directly. But a lot of those people would say. To the effect of, well, it's not real. It's because, you know, they're picking up these these dust things and, you know, whatever, whatever's going on with that. I don't know. Uh, uh, so uh, Robert says, uh, I'm not pulling your leg. He said that when he called, he heard a screaming woman on the line. Oh, my that's, Lord. That's what he said. Uh, huh. That's what he said. And I said, uh, what's that all about? He says, then the line went dead. He says, I'm not even pulling your leg. I heard her for at least a second yelling or screaming. All right. He's getting, he's getting, he's getting a radio echo. That's weird. No, no, no woman screaming here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, odd. That's odd. You that's know what? Odd. It's I don't want to say for sure, but sometimes when I'm on, when I'm either doing my own show or ta- on other shows talking, there will be weird stuff that happens. I don't know why. I don't do it on purpose. It's not me that I know of doing anything, but it's happened. So who knows? Could be my fault. Maybe this once you can actually blame me for a good reason. There, there, Mike. Damn it, James. This is all your fault. <laughs> this is all your fault. All right. All right. That's yeah, fine. I, I, am, I, I am extremely intrigued by this screaming woman. I wish Robert could get on the line so we could hear about it. <laughs> let's try it. Let's try it again. Actually, so what I'll do on the break here, actually, I'll do it right now because I, I, we've got that technology. I want to shut mm-hmm. down the the phone calls, and I'll try it again. I'll reconnect and see if it's on my end. Everything seems to be mm-hmm. okay. So I'm going to shut all this down, and we'll try this again. And uh, we can try again at the bottom of the hour for these phone calls if you guys want to do that. I'd appreciate that. Uh, okay, so, but, um, all right. So regarding the, the spirit orbs, um, back to uh, back to Axel real quick while we got you mm-hmm. here. So, so do you all think right. there is something to this? Like you said, ghosts aren't scary. But do you think, I, I mean, again, you're, like I said, materialist and all the rest of this, so you don't believe in ghosts at all, am I right? Oh, I don't know if I'd say that. I, I distrust ghosts. But I, what I will say about spirit orbs is that, um, you know, there's been this idea of ball lightning. They like want to like throw a lot of things off that like it's ball lightning, not an apparition. But they have never managed to recreate ball lightning like in a laboratory. So it is still, ball lightning is still very theoretical. They're just like, no, maybe that's what's going on. I guess that would be what my take on it is. So yeah, the spirit orbs, that's cool. Okay. Or ghost, uh, ghost, ghost a little less. Cause I don't, why, why are dead people hanging around with us? Come on. 
Hey, we we talked about that. There's like the there's like the waiting room and near death experiences. There's all that Uh, stuff. There's there's a whole bunch of that stuff. uh, I know. I'm with you, right? I'm with you. If I haven't seen it, I have a hard time believing it myself. But this is troubled minds, and we talk about uh, we consider (laughs) the things, right? We consider the things. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. I I I always take I always take everything seriously. That that's what I've always said. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so so uh, so a good solid no <laughs> on this one from Axel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, very. You know what? Uh, uh, spirit orbs, maybe ghosts, not really. That's kind of my take. Okay, but what would the spirit orbs be? We got about a minute and a half, and then we, we got a. Uh, oh, I, I, I just, I just, I just don't know. It's just the scientists always want to claim it's ball lightning, but no one's ever been able to replicate ball lightning. No one knows how it would work. And so it is a totally unknown phenomenon. So I really just couldn't say what they might be. Um, I mean, if you really pressured me, I'd be like, probably some sort of natural phenomenon we don't understand, but we haven't been able to recreate it. So, you know, maybe it is weird spiritual energy. I want to borrow that. Yeah, there's a like a, in different parts of the world. Uh, some again, some people have called them sprites or pixies yeah. or nature energy. Uh, we've talked about elementals before on this show. Other people have said that they're actually like a visit from the gods or maybe your guardian angel. It just depends on. It's interesting how different parts of the world actually have different designations for what these things may or may not be. So, uh, so James, a quick take on that, and then uh, we'll we'll wind this down. And uh, I, I did re up the phone line, so if you guys want to give it a call, uh, let's uh, let's try that in a sec. But go right ahead, James. Uh, your final take uh, for the this segment, and then we'll uh, move on to the next. Yeah, I think um, you know we we still again kind of to Axel's point, and also we still don't really know what spirit even is or consciousness. So it is that's another reason why it's hard to say what these these orbs really are. I do feel like that's, I, I have a hard time, and I'm not saying he's doing this, but I have a hard time dismissing. The feelings people get from these things at times, and that can range from good to bad to indifferent. Um, I'm sure in some cases they can, people's own fear can influence those feelings, especially if they're maybe not used to these events, but I, I feel like it's important to um, pay attention to those feelings as well. Okay, agreed. Agreed, 100%. And we have a way of getting in our own heads as humans, don't we? Where, uh, you, you know, it's like, oh, wait, oh, I'm supposed to be scared? Oh, okay, I'm scared, right? Like, we can s- certainly very much convince ourselves in particular situations of things uh, as social pressure. Uh, Axel, are you going to hang around a little bit more? I'll be around. I'm just... Having a beer. Okay, don't mind mind you. All right, mute up, please. We're going to take a quick break. So here's what we're talking about tonight. Uh, We're here with, again, with uh, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal and, of course, Axel Steele, good friend of ours. And we're discussing this idea of human auras, spirit orbs. Do you think somehow, some way, these are real? And if so, is it possible they could be related? 702-957-1037. Phone line should be back up. Just restarted everything. And uh, we got a couple calls we'll go to, and we got Jennifer in Missouri as well. What do you oh, think? Oh, it's nice. Auras, love it. Sp- love Jennifer in Missouri. There you go. Auras, spirit orbs, real? Nah, related, somewhere in between. This is Trouble Lines. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Be right back. Mm-hmm. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're here tonight with my good friend, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal and, of course, Axel Steele. And we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight, as maybe the phone lines now work, discussing this idea of human auras. Different colors, different varieties, are they mixed colors? What's going on with this? You think it's real? You think it's fake? And now we're into the idea of spirit orbs. Are they somehow related in what is going on with this? 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and uh let's do it let's keep on trucking and keep on talking about this crazy stuff and uh james welcome back are you there test one two i'm here all right killing that echo for you guys uh, axel you there always a pleasure all right uh, have a beer be right with you my friend uh so we're, we're what are your ideas here do you think this stuff's real or fake let's go to jen from missouri are you there Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you? Hey, can you hear me okay? Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Go right ahead. You're on with James, Mike, and Axel. Yep. Okay, so this is, I'm glad you guys did this. And I was thinking about, um, you know, like, what would it, how would you explain it? You know, what is it? And this is just my own personal thoughts about it. But I was thinking that, um, so I think, you know, the whole earth and everybody has like a, their own unique kind of vibration signature, you know, like a, every plant and every person and the entire earth and everything has like a electromagnetic field. And I think that each individual thing has its own unique, uh, vibration in that field. And I think that that's not what you're seeing when you see an aura. But I think that when, like, the life force, <laughs> this, I which is, like James said, like, exactly what that is, no one's really sure. Because I think when you go down to, like, a an atomic level, <clears throat> you know, and you have the nucleus and the proton, the atoms, if you go down to the atoms on a very, like, minuscule scale... And you think of it as like a miniature solar system in a way, creating its own magnetic field, and your body is made up of that. Everything's made up of that. And then on an even deeper level than that, that's made up of something else. And I think that's something to do with the, like the life force the, and the light. But I think it's the light moving through that magnetic, that vibration, that electro vibration. And that's the colors that people are seeing when they see auras. And the reason it's always different is because that electromagnetic field in, on everything is affected by so many things that it's, like, constantly changing. And I think that that could be what we're kind of seeing. And then you take into account that uh, the magnetic field, certain the centers, these certain like parts of the body, which many people have, you know, everybody's familiar with this, <clears throat> about the chakras. Mm-hmm. That you have these more powerful, like, those centers are very important to the entire 
well, just with the body and everything, of course, you know, like all the nerve centers and everything, those are very, uh, like, it's where all the energy is, you know, kind of emanating from and all the different centers of the body. So I think that those themselves, too, are operating kind of like, we've talked about black holes a lot. I know that's kind of not really fitting with the idea of the colors and the light, but I think that there is something to that. I think that, like, I've always thought that we are operating with some kind of wormhole or, uh, or like, something along those lines in the world of physics, you know? And that by doing that, we're experiencing our reality. And I think that has that's where the, the chakra thing ties in, and maybe where that light, that energy is coming from? Maybe. And then as far as, when I think about the, uh, the orbs, I've seen, like, in a dark room, trying to go to sleep, pops of light. And so I've only seen it once and it was not it was like different colors now i know that in islam that angels are made of light and the jinn are made of plasma as everybody knows the smokeless flame and then man is made earth you know Mm -hmm. yeah like electricity electrical smokeless flame so they're made of that. So when you think about if you were seeing and if you were seeing some of these beings, it may be some of those beings. Then you have the whole elemental spectrum. But when I think about the idea of ghosts, I think that gets really weird because since they have no technically they have no life force, how is it that they're emitting an aura? So I don't know if that's what it is, or if it's if an aura is unique to living things. Maybe somebody can add into that, because I think that that's a little, that is very interesting. But I've seen these pops of light, and I've photographed, like, blue lights over a Ouija board during a Ouija session. And there was no source for the lights, they just appeared in the dark. But I saw that in photograph. And now the other thing I saw with my own eye, I was trying to go to sleep, and it was almost like pops of light just out of the dark of the room, and there was nothing in the room except for the bed. So I thought that was really, and I mean, it was startling, and it was almost like somebody snapping off of, like, an old-timey camera or something. And it was just there, and then not there. And I, and the only reason I brought up the ball lightning thing was because Advent in the chat had brought up ball lightning, and I was like, I've seen ball lightning, but I don't know if it's tied into this in any way. Because it people call it <laughs> ball lightning, but what I saw was just a ball of light that moved across about five feet of a table length and literally like hit me like went through me in a way and like out behind me through a window and i saw that and i didn't see it alone i saw it with other people there they saw it too and it wasn't i mean i was like you know it happened years ago but the only thing i could equate it to was ball lightning but for all other definitions it was a it was a like a the size well, of a I mean, volley what color of white. Was it? White. It was like mm-hmm. a... And when it hit me, it felt like I was electrocuted. Like, it felt like it electrocuted me. Just a little. And that's what it felt like. That's like if you suck, Like, if you, were to, if you were to accidentally get zapped or something by a live wire. Like, mm-hmm. it could have killed you, I think. Like, it could kill a person. I think if it, like, if it was strong enough. So that's why I wondered if it was ball lightning. But it literally just came out of nowhere in the room from this, the direction of this other person I was talking to. 
it was a table in my apartment about five foot long, probably five, six foot long. I had like three or four other friends. I'd have to like right now there, there was like, it was a room full of people. Like it was me, one, two, like two people on one side of the table and like two on the other than the, the person at the other end of the table. And it just appeared at one end of the table. I was like minding my own business. And it just like came across the table and like basically went into my chest and like, but then it went quickly behind me. There was a window and it like shot out that window at a diagonal out the window I kid you not, <laughs> but it happened like years ago. So you've seen this stuff. And all actually, of us. You've actually seen it with your own eyes. That's nuts. And had witnesses. There's always that moment, right? When you see something crazy, you're like, hey, 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 says somebody come look at this. Am I not nuts? Right. <laughs> I looked at my, well, no, I looked at, I looked behind me, then looked back at my chest and then looked up and everybody was looking at me. And I was like, what was that? You know? And they're like, I don't know. It was like a ball of light or something. <laughs> like everybody was just kind of like, I don't know. It was really weird. And we moved on. Right. But I realized a couple of years later, how completely insane that was like that. We saw whatever that was, you know, cause I saw an article about ball lightning and I was like, it must've been ball lightning. Cause it did feel electrical, but I don't know. I don't know. But and well, I've seen that one thing. And then I saw the one thing in the dark of a bedroom where it was just like pops of light going off. Like somebody taking, you know, like those old cameras where they go flash, flash, like that. And there, I saw colors. And then I photographed blue orbs. And that was the only time I've seen specifically where I can honestly say, like, a, you know, as honest as it can be on, you know, this anonymous way. But, but that's what I've seen. But I do know that... Um, but it makes me wonder if those things are not something else, like some type of um, particular being or something. Because ghosts, I don't know. Because I wonder about how that, or if. That's all, though. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, other than that, not appreciate sure. the phone call. Thank you very much. Jennifer here in Missouri has a YouTube channel. Check it out. Links in the description down below. And uh, follow all the fine folks, by the way. We got uh, James here yeah. and uh, uh, Jennifer and Night Stalker. They, they all have uh, links down below. So please do that. Thank you, Jennifer, for the phone call. Always great stuff. Thanks. Um, let's let's great. go to. Uh, I, I, I get your Thanks guys' for calling, take. Jennifer. Definitely. I'll get your guys' take after because we had have Robert waiting a very long time on a broken phone that may now I be know. fixed. Yeah. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. Thanks for being patient, my friend. Go right ahead. You're on Trouble Minds. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This is my fault. Yes, yes. Okay, you're, you're on. You're on. You. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. Well, I'm, I'm going to start off with what Axel's curious about. Sure. And that's that mm-hmm. woman that was yelling when, yeah. when I, I want to hear about through, this. When the phones weren't working. I'm telling you, this is what happened. I'm I'm just there with with dead air, with the phone up against my ear, and all of a sudden I heard this woman. I couldn't understand. Now I can't say what she was yelling about. I I don't know what she was saying, but I heard her uh, yelling, probably more of a yell than a scream, like she mm-hmm. was yelling down through a hallway. <laughs> what and the then t- the phone went dead. What then, in the and hell? Then, and then Mike disconnected the phone. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's he the- shut the phones down. All right. I mean, that's very, that's very terrifying. That that was my inner <laughs> woman screaming telepathically at the phone lines. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but it was weird. I'll say that uh, it's almost <laughs> like the line was connected to something somebody else. 
You know did did you hear any words? Did did, did they? It was was it just like a primal yell, or was there any like enunciation? No was there any? There's no question. There were words. He, there was no question. Hmm. There were words. All right. This is very brief. Hmm. It couldn't have lasted more than just a little more than a second. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I couldn't quite catch what she was saying, who she, mm. what she was yelling about, but she was yelling, and I and at something. Okay. Oh man, this is this yes. is this is the thing I I I'm interested in. But anyways, what, what else did you have to say, my friend? The plot thickens. Hey, Not this is my show, Axel. Hey. Hey, I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking over. I'm taking Robert, over. Robert, the guest. What, what did you say, Axel? <laughs> what, what, whatever, whatever Axel just said. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. All right. Um, now, this is my point of view on on this topic. Um, we are all energy. Energy is what propels us, gives us life. All right. I mean, it's like uh, the battery. That, that that allows us to exist, you know, to move, to talk, to think, all mm -hmm. that stuff, and that's what you're seeing. This 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 battery, which is, in my opinion, is the soul, is what radiates from the body because it's that powerful. It, it that's that's the soul's radiating, uh, you know, the energy all over the body. And yes, cockroaches have them. All right, all life has energy, so. I mean, that cockroach could not possibly cross, crawl across the floor without something energizing it to begin with. So, and that's trees, that's plants, everything has an aura. But I'm, I want to talk about the orbs. Sure, go, go right ahead. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, there are souls, when you die, your soul goes, escapes, and it goes to, to wherever souls go. But orbs are are quite different. I, I'm pretty sure that or, orbs are what's called sleepwalking souls, all right, astral projections, all right? I like when Jennifer was saying that uh, she's in her bedroom and, and she could see this orb in her bedroom. More than likely, she's being visited by somebody who is astrally projecting. Okay. Okay, uh, so, so you, th uh, you, wait, you wait, think wait. the orbs are people that are astrally projecting? Right, let's say I go to sleep tonight, mm -hmm. all right? And let's say I'm thinking of Jennifer, all right? I'm thinking of Jennifer right. as I'm falling asleep, all right? Um, that, is, that thought is enough to project my sleeping soul, my soul, because everybody's soul leaves their body when they're, when they're asleep, all right? My soul goes and, and just visits Jennifer, but it's not like I have a body, it's just I'm I'm just a spirit orb, a soul orb that 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 went and decided, you know, because of the subconscious you're thinking about it, went and gave her a visit. Gotcha. I mean, I I gotcha. see, I see, I see Axel, what you're Axel. saying. P -p I see what you're saying as well. Real real quick. So so Robert, then if that's the case, then this whole idea that we're we're kind of tying this together because we're running out of time here. I want to make sure we get to this point. Is that this whole human aura thing? Do you think, like you're describing sort of in this astral projection sense, that maybe this is what's actually happening? Like you see the aura through the orb, right? Like, so in a physical presence, you're there and maybe somebody's visiting you either through a dream, astral projection, remote viewing, this sort of thing, uh, depending on how, of course, you define these things. 
then maybe you're, what you're actually seeing is the presence of somebody just not in their physical form. Instead, instead of the, the typical ghost, it's, a, it's sort of a spirit-walking situation where people have an out-of-body experience and go somewhere else. Something like that, right? Absolutely. That's the, the, that, that, that makes the most sense to me. All right. Um, it, I think it certainly will explain ghosts to some degree because, but sometimes you run into ghosts who have, you know, who have, who are dressed in clothing that might be a century or two, uh, old, you know, something from the past. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you're seeing that you're seeing a phys, you know, a, a, a person, a ghost, but when you're seeing orbs, all right, you're you're seeing somebody who has come visiting you, somebody who's alive, who may be very much in a meditative state or asleep, and has decided, whether willfully or unwillfully, to come and say howdy. Okay, and so so uh, so so what about the other idea then? As so, you don't think that these spirit orbs, in any sense, are actually dead spirits? You think they're a Alive spirits. No, I, I I think they're very much connected to the body they come from, right? They you know they're not departed. Uh, they're just spirit walkers, all right, soul walkers. They're 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 people who are. Um, I, I've read, I've read some stories, some some research done, where uh, when somebody projects, you know, willfully projects. Um, astral projects, that that's what they see themselves as, an orb. Oh, that's wild. Okay, all right. So so people have described that experience in sort of a, either dreamwalking, astral projection, this type of thing, as manifesting as a particular orb. That's wild, man. I love it. I love the idea. No. Okay. Right on. Right I'd on. like to hear what other people think of that. But okay. I, isn't that kind of creepy, though? I think so. You know, it means you know, you're being spied I, you know, on. I can, go, I can go to sleep tonight. I can go to sleep, go up in my bedroom and, and pull up the covers and, and maybe, you know, read a little bit and shut the lights off and suddenly I'm seeing three or four orbs in my room. All right? I'm, I'm just assuming that they're friends of mine. <laughs> you, know, you hope. That, that, that are, that are <laughs> you hope. And, come and just drop by for a, you know, for a cold... Something, I don't know. But really, that's, that's, whoever's, whoever's walking through, whoever, whatever orb's coming into your room is not uh, sinister. It's somebody you know. Okay, I see. Or else they wouldn't be there. I see. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because they'd be thinking about somebody else. They do know, right? That makes some sense. That makes some sense. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. Uh, totally. You're not going to just think about random people you don't know. Uh, perfect, perfect. I love the idea. Uh, what's your final thought here, Robert? We'll get takes from uh, from James and uh, Axel. And uh, go right ahead, sir. I'm completely out of thoughts. So I'll just, <laughs> just uh, end this call and listen to what uh, what the responses are. Okay, you got it, brother. Okay. Thanks for the phone call. You're the Thank best. Thank you, Michael. Talk Pre- to you later. Appreciate Bye. it. Uh, Robert in Pennsylvania, thanks for being patient. He's got a book called uh, Stories from a Fractured Mind. He he doesn't call for me to plug his book. I, I do because it's good. Check it out. Links in the description. says uh, Robert's book here. Uh, let's go to James. James, uh, what's your take on uh, what Jennifer said and what Robert said? Uh, go go right ahead. We've, uh, yeah, we've had you both. quiet for some time, so... Uh, all your time, my friend. 
Oh, no worries. No, I love hearing the calls, so it's no problem. Um, yeah, I've, as I said, you know, this conversation has been kind of ongoing now for a little over a week with various friends, Jennifer included, and and uh, so, yeah, this is, I, I really enjoyed both of their calls, and um, so, yeah, I like the idea of the, um, the life force, uh, there was something earlier and I lost it. I should have written it down somehow. But um, anyway, no, just great calls and, and, and very interesting ideas. I, I do think it's, it's, you know, just like, kind of just like ghosts and orbs, you know, we really don't know what they are. And I think just like ghosts, they can be any number of things, kind of like what Robert was saying as well. You know, um, not not all ghosts are the same, and I, I don't mean just in in their appearance. I mean in terms of, and I've said this before. Some can be spirits of those that have passed. Some can be people astral projecting. I believe I've done that in some cases before myself. Um, not intentionally, but it's happened. Um, so I think there's that. That just uh, again points to we we really can't say for sure what these orbs are. Yeah, interesting. And so, how do they mix, though? Uh, interesting how Robert said that uh, he thinks that they're they're not spirits of sorts. They're um, maybe tethered spirits, right? Uh, live spirits. They're connected to some body somewhere, and they're kind of doing their thing. And I think actually that's a great way to mix the idea of auras and spirit orbs. If your essence, whatever this happens to be, your soul or whatever comes out of you, and it is your something right whatever you want to call it spirit soul this that the other thing that maybe it, it carries that aura along maybe that's part of what people are seeing right as you sort of manifest in these these spirit orbs who knows who knows i have no uh, no idea there uh copy mm -hmm. that derek uh, so cool derek said he can uh, hop on after uh, after the top of the hour here but yeah i don't nice. know so uh do, how do they mix i guess is the question uh, axel one minute one minute Boil it down. Ooh, you think one the two, minute. You think the two things are related? You're welcome to stay, of course, after, but we have to, you know, radio break and all that. I know. I, I, you know, you know what? That, it does make some sense that, you know, auras are connected to living people, and so maybe these orbs are also connected to living people. Certainly if they share the same colors. I don't have enough information to really, like, make a judgment about that. But, yeah, if you, you know, if there's a weird aura, there's a weird orb in your life that shares an aura with the person that's alive that's interested in you, they're probably connected. I mean, that would be my take. All right. All right. I love it. So, as always, right, we're just individuals. We're just talking about crazy ideas. And that's what we do on this show, get together and uh, have conversations. And so, uh, so I don't know. At the end, what do you think? We didn't really make a compelling case, in my opinion, of why auras and spirit orbs are related. But, well, <laughs> you're, in, you're in luck because maybe we can now that we got some ideas to kind of maybe stitch the two together because, of course... If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're not, and you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. As we discuss this idea, these spirit orbs, these auras of living human beings, are they related somehow? People see things, people report things, people even say they have them on camera, including orbs and auras. So, what are your thoughts? It's up to you. Not, I'm not the answers guy, I'm the questions guy. So, like I said, well, where are we at time-wise? Make sure everything's nicely lined up perfectly. We do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And, of course, please 
give James a follow. James of Salcedo Paranormal, my co-host tonight. Very, very good stuff from him as always. You can find his link in the description down below. It says follow James here. And he does paranormal stuff five nights a week, Monday through Friday. And he goes at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And you can join those shows live on his Discord. Links in the description. Go say hi to James. Come, uh, come meet all these fine folks. Join the Discord if you have not. Axel's there as well. And as we finish, it goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. We are now off the Fringe FM, which means if you have a potty mouth and you need to drop an F-bomb, now is your time. We're still talking about this idea. What about these human auras? Colors, spirit orbs, how do these relate? Or do they not at all? Or do you think it's all horse shit? That's fine by me. Yep. That's what, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's actual All horse shit. That's the, that's the deal, No, right? no. I, I, I was going to say, now this is when we get loose. Oh, this, this is when you, you can you can let your hair down. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, yeah. We'll just say let your hair down. Uh, so, okay. So that's the thing. What do you think? Human auras, spirit orbs related. We're here with uh, my good friend, of course, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. Please follow him down below. Links in the description as always. And of course, Axel Steele. We got Night Stalker coming up. We're going to take a quick two-minute break. Two-minute break. More Trouble Minds on the way. We're still talking about this. Is there something to this? Or do you think? You tell me what you think. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. TroubledMinds.org. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. More Trouble Minds on the way. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And, of course, we're here with my good friend James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. Please, I, I implore you, give this man a follow. A good friend of mine doing good work over there in the podcast uh, podcast medium. It's, it's become a thing, hasn't it, this podcasting thing? And uh, he's, he does great work over there. He's uh, started with just paranormal stuff, but he's uh, branched out to all kinds of things. He's doing uh, book reviews. He's talking about uh, uh, paranormal news now. He's, uh, again, this, and this is how things evolve, right? You start with one thing. You're like, this is what I want to do. And then that things kind of take on just a, just a, uh, like a, like a, they become a beast of their own. And you're just like, wow, shit, how do we get here? Right? Like the, this, this idea, a sprinkle of that, some, some collaborations with some great people. And suddenly you're like, well, here we are. <laughs> like I said, I, I never in my wildest dreams with this show, it was like it, the, the, the first inkling of like, wow, if we started this show to one day have people call in and just be able to give us amazing takes, right? Like that was literally the dream from the beginning. And look what happened. Like this is exactly what's happening. We get amazing people calling with amazing takes and all the crazy stuff we talk about. It's it's, it's pretty wild. And uh, thank you all for that. Thanks for being part of it and uh, doing the thing. So uh, we st we're still taking your phone calls as we discuss all this. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at TroubleMinds.org. Let's go to, uh, we're still here with James and Axel. Let's go to uh, Derek. Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Uh, now, now, this is the call everybody's been waiting for. The party can now begin. <laughs> what's up, Derek? <laughs> 
<laughs> don't What's say going that. on, you guys? Don't say that. <laughs> you guys are crushing it all night. Don't, don't say that. Um, I got Thank a few you. thoughts, though. Sure, go um, ahead. I have a bunch of stuff written down, but uh, Jennifer and Robert kind of answered a lot of my questions that I had written down. So I'll still kind of ask them just because of synchronicity sake, the fact that they, they answered them. But um, first, like, as far as, like, the orb footage, orb, like, pictures and stuff, like, orbs are trippy because they, they do kind of fall into every different type of, like, fringe category. There's orbs in basically every different paranormal field, you know? So I like, I like that, like, intersection between all the, different, all the different realms, you know? So when I first kind of got into it, it was with my boss. He um, was seeing orbs at his house, like, these, like, softball size, like, glowing balls of light that were, like, roaming around his yard, and he was seeing them indoors. And he caught a bunch of them on his um, like home security camera because we work overnight, so he installed like the home security camera to make sure there's no like burglars and stuff. And he caught this like these wild ore footages. And I have like one of them on my old phone. I'll try to post it again, but it was just too big the last time. But it's absolutely bizarre. It's it's definitely not glare. It's definitely not a bug. But it's like these like four like almost like golf ball, baseball size balls of light that are like rotating kind of like ro- like rotating energy inside these small little balls, but they were like all in a row together, like like hanging bells kind of moving in unison around like slowly around the room. And then they started to like split to become like eight balls that were like all spinning together. And in the background there was another one like single on its own. Um I'll try to post it. It's absolutely it's absolutely wild. But I'm like, what the hell is that? So I did a bunch of research and there's all kinds of like classic angelic sightings like cherubim and seraphim being described as like four balls of light kind of connected like that so i don't know the orb the orb angle can take in all kinds of different crazy places you know yeah uh, um, just just real quick yeah. for you uh before you forget if you can't if you can't upload it somewhere and it's too long and you like you maybe you want something trimmed out or whatever yeah. upload it to youtube make it unlisted send it to me and tell me what you want trimmed out i can video edit it and trim some of that stuff out so just so you know okay. you have that option uh, just to put it straight to youtube and that's the best way to host it so so go right ahead oh. with your thoughts though okay yeah it's not my it's not my personal footage so i felt weird about posting it to, to youtube but uh yeah I'll, I'll ask my boss and see what he says but as far as like the i'm just gonna go kind of in order of the notes i've written down as far as like the aura situation is concerned like i was wondering before like what who has an aura like what actually creates the aura is it the human soul is it like is it consciousness because under animism like everything has consciousness so does like does a rock have an aura and then does a bug have an aura, that type of stuff. And then Robert kind of gave his opinion on that, which I tend to agree with, you know, but then it gets into weird trippy things. Like do robots have auras? Like if, if metal, if machines, do they, do they have auras? Like if not, like, I don't know, does a, does a person in a coma have an aura? Does like a, does a person who like gets the plug pulled on him like a vegetable, do they have auras? Like, what is it? What is it based on? You know? And well, I, I, I will, yeah. I will just say that in the sort of in the I don't necessarily agree with this, but in the uh sort of uh Aleister Crawley tarot tradition I'm familiar with, um only humans have auras. Okay. But because only humans have a spark of the divine from sort of the Gnostic realms. And so okay. your aura comes from your connection in that way. Not saying yeah. I agree with it, that that is the that is the uh stance there. Yeah. Uh, like it makes sense so then yeah so then is that is that spark of the divine is that is that the soul is that um and then people like when they describe it a lot of times they describe your soul as being like 
dim or being like really loud, like distractingly loud or being like really murky, like clouded up. So is it based on like your chakra points, if they're open and closed and the amount of energy you're giving and receiving in and that type of stuff affect your colors or how like, do, how, do you mind, do you mind yeah. if I give you a, a 30 second version of Gnosticism? No, no. Um, so real quick, the idea with Gnosticism mostly is that the, um, uh, the Demiurge, uh, created the our world, the material world. And, but he, he wasn't, he's like the least creation of the overworld. And so when he creates our world, he can make physical things, but he can't breathe life into anything because he lacks that power. And so, in order to actually make living human beings, I mean, he can make animals, but he can't make people. But in order to bring people into our world, he has to steal the essence from sort of the spiritual overworld and breathe that into people. And so, the idea is that uh, humans, we have human souls, but at some level they're stolen from like this higher spiritual realm. Oh, that the, yeah, that the, Demi the Demiurge like captured us from. Which is wow. why you know you have to have secret knowledge and get out of it and stuff like that. But in that wow. in that view of events, which is Alistair Crawley's view in the tarot cards, um, you know we have auras because we're from that higher realm. But other things don't. Wow, wow, that's really cool. It's not like connected to anything else I have in my notes, so I'm gonna like continue <laughs> well, with my notes again, as if it didn't keep, happen. So keep but on I don't want to just yeah, yeah but I want to yeah, say it's, again, I think it's very very cool. Again, what I'm you just said, I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's true. It's just no, no, it's very cool. I like the Gnostic stuff a lot. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so in my notes here, just like my questions that I had written down were like how how not physical is it, but how like is it like a signet? Do, do people can you recognize somebody based on your aura, or is it constantly changing based on mood? Is it like is it like you're wearing your mood outside your body, kind of like your mind outside of your body? Or if like someone was wearing, someone was like highly trained in it, could they identify a person wearing like a hood and a cloak based on just on their aura, you know? And if that's the case, does do you leave some type of like oral signature? If you like leave a room, can you tell us a person has been there based on like some kind of essence of you that was left from a person's energy that they gave off or something like that? In which case, like, what does that mean? Like what actually like, People, I don't know. It's a, it's a, these are all types of questions, like kind of a, the metaphysical anthropology we got to kind of do to investigate what, what's going on, you know? Yeah, for, um, sure. for sure. Go ahead. And, but then as far as like orbs, um, I love the astral projection idea. I think like that, was, that was when we were first theorizing, like me, me and my boss, about what, what it could be. Like one of the first ideas was maybe it's somebody just dreaming, some, some, some like person astral projecting. But, but also... There's so much orb stuff tied into other paranormal realms. Like there's ghost lights and orbs around Bigfoot and different cryptid phenomena. There's a ton of UFO orb stuff. Like there's the orb summoners who are summoning UFO orbs. Like what are those? You know, like what, what does that mean? Is that like a, is an orb like the consciousness of a thing or is it a vehicle that the consciousness is riding in from a space or another dimension or like, you know, is is the thing the orb itself, or is like the or is it like a Merkaba, like a like a vehicle, like driving around these entities? You know, and then like there's a lot of orb weirdness with the Michael Cleland orb and owl synchronicity stuff. The idea of like the abduction phenomena and like screen memories and like weird orbs and I don't know. Like it's it's too complex to even try to get into. But it's just like 
there's more questions than there are answers as far as like what the orb situation is happening, you know? Um, and like, I have a friend who actually projects and she says that she like is herself. She's like, has the same outfit she wears all the time when she's doing it, but she's, she's a human, she's a human person like floating around. Um, so if you see her, you see, you're going to see the person. Um, so it gets murky as far as actual projection too. Like, I just don't think we have the maps. I don't think we have the terms. I don't think we have anything really concrete down. So I kind of just love throwing the weird ideas and seeing where it crosses over. You know, what do you guys think? Yeah. I have one secret. I, I mean, I, like definitely. A, a Axel, 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 but, Axel, yeah. Axel, 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 James, no, what do you think? James, what do you think? You're, 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 well, you're, hey, hold on. You're Bogarden James's, James's time here. He's the co-host Axel. So please, please, uh, I'll, please wait. It's a conversation among many people. James, go ahead, please. Um, well, I, uh, the, yeah, the UFO thing is really interesting. Um, APOC, uh, mentioned to me the other day, and this is kind of part of this conversation, that even, there are even astronauts that have seen these light orbs out in space. Yeah. Near, uh, and around their, their, the spacecraft and everything. So they really (laughs) are seen out in space, up in the, the various levels of the sky, closer to the ground inside buildings outside buildings they're really seen everywhere and that's why i I feel like they can be so many things they can be spirits they can be astral projection people astral projecting possibly they can be um almost like just what we can see of different beings that maybe are are bigger than what the orb is exactly can't see what it is because it's outside of this dimension or slightly off or yeah. Any, yeah. any number of things like that because the other thing about these orbs is sometimes they're seen um, in clusters or even just um, just uh, solo but they're seen up high like either in trees or in some cases um, they're seen near near power wires oh, power telephone uh, pole wires yeah. and so there's that whole electricity thing. Are they? Are there some that that feed off of that energy that those lines are giving off? Um, are there some that are feed off of the energy? Maybe that trees give off. Maybe that's how they started in some cases. But then, um, you know, going into today, they they figured out. Oh, well, we, the the trees can give off this energy, but these these poles and these wires these people have made, they give off maybe even more energy. So there's so many things as to what they could be. And that's the thing that really is, again, like you said, Derek, that that's the thing that really interests me in all this as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think it, it runs the gambit as far as like what, what they possibly could be. I think um, as far as like the like outside of our perception type thing, that's what's really trippy, I think. That what, if, what if it's just, like you said, just kind of like when you break down our physical reality like what we see is a very very small spectrum of what's actually there but we know this we don't know what's actually out there we know we can't see infrared we can't see microwaves we can't hear dog whistles all that kind of stuff so what we see is like white light which would be like these white light orbs or whatever and then kind of the basis the building blocks of reality are like the these platonic solids like spheres and and cubes and and, and pyramids and that kind of stuff so it's just like what if it's just some type of energy just moving through our realm and then the only piece of it that we can perceive is just this white light orb you know it's just that's just what our mind is giving it's take our five senses are taking in the information 
and just what our mind is giving us is just this energy ball that's us moving across, you know? And then what it could actually be just, I don't know, runs up and down the line of how many different realms are there, which could be infinite, you know? Which, I, again, like, I think is, is really cool. But Axel, sorry, huh? you can go ahead. Um, oh, no, I don't. I honestly don't remember what I was going to say, so let's move on. <laughs> Right on, right on. Let's do it. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, uh, Derek, the Night Stalker. Uh, what else you got? Anything else for us? What we got you on? Um, I had a quick uh, comic synchronicity here real quick. There was um, sure. a comic from a, a character from DC Comics, who I'd never heard of before. I looked it up. But her name, her name was Halo. She was in just a one random Batman comic from the 80s. And she's like a member of the Outsiders or whatever. But I'm just going to read from her DC wiki. Um, Halo was a gestalt of a human woman named Violet Harper and uh, Oracle. Which like, but it's spelled really weird, like an alien, uh, an ancient energy being resembling a sphere of iridescent, or uh, yeah, a sphere of iridescent light. The oracle species emerged from the source billions of years ago at the dawn of time, when sociopath Violet Harper was murdered by Thyanide, an operative of the Hundred and to- uh, Tobias Whale. The oracle, who had been observing her out of curiosity, was sucked into the newly vacant body, reanimating the deceased body. The shock of the death and the resurrection induced a profound loss of memory in the new combined entity. She was subsequently found and recruited um, by Batman to serve as a member of the Outsiders because he's a psychopath. But her power set is that she has different color-changing auras, and each aura represents each aura color represents a different power she can use. So, like violet is health, self-healing ability. Blue is she can duplicate herself. Green's holograms. Orange she can fly. Red is energy beams and stuff. But that's literally like an alien being who is an orb. Like that's her. That's the entire being is just an iridescent light ball that animates a dead vessel and, and then like the power set is ours which i just thought that was cool like an hour, an hour, an hour and a half ago you know wow. but uh yeah that's, that's all i got though but great show you guys great stuff james great stuff axel mike awesome show as always thank you very cool much topic. take care my friend appreciate it appreciate right, it thank uh, you guys have a great one derek here uh, is of course the night stalker the famous night stalker he's got a youtube channel it's just a trailer right now so everybody uh scroll down and give him a follow on youtube let's inspire him to make more content wouldn't that be the most hilarious thing he's got one video and he just gets a ton of follows because of us let's do it let's do it uh, great dude and a good friend of mine and he's always got an amazing take uh thank you so much uh we got tons of people to get to quick take on that james and then we'll go to Axel real quick, and then we got MJ on the phone. James. Yeah, that um, that's interesting, the way that one character is like that, because it reminds me, and not, they're not an alien, but that reminds me of um, <laughs> Legion from the, the X-Men comics, who has different, each personality of his, that he has, these multiple personalities, each one is a different mutant with a different power. So he can literally, you never know what... Power. I think in, at some points in his life he didn't have control over that that ability, so you never knew what kind of power he was going to get or what kind of personality he was going to get. Um, but then eventually he got control over it, and yeah, it's uh, they were they were each personality had its own power and own and everything. So um, that's really wild that that could be. That's almost like in, like the different shades of Nora in a way as well. Yeah, pretty wild. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, Axel, go ahead. Uh, quick take, and then we'll go to MJ. Uh. That's fine. Uh, Halo was a character created in 1983 by DC Comics in The Brave and the Bold, number 200. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, perfect. Perfect. 702-957-1037. I see you there, Kelly. I see you there, Matt. Hang tight. Uh, MJ's been waiting almost 20 minutes. Let's go to MJ in uh, Virginia. MJ, you're on Trouble Minds. Go right ahead. Hey, Michael. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing good. What Thank- I find fascinating is... Go ahead. 
that you could see someone's colored aura, the colors on their body. Uh, that just, I mean, and where do the colors come from? You know, you're looking at them, and suddenly you see the auras, different colors. And what I always found out it is, is they're projecting from the within uh, their emotions or what they're thinking about at that moment. You know, what they're going through or they're planning for the day, uh, you'll see different colors that way. Um, as far as orbs, um, that's a different thing altogether. Okay, so so they're not related at all. They're not related is what you're saying. Well, well, the thing is they're related. I, I learned something last couple of days and something I've been doing for a long time, but I didn't know what anybody called it. And it's uh, a form of meditation. It's called Zen meditation. And you meditate with your eyes open. And uh, it's all related because you open your consciousness up to see it, but they're two separate things. Or Orbs to me are a form of consciousness. Either you send your consciousness out like astral project or you astral project to your third eye, or you're literally... You know, you are that, that little light that's flying around, that little, or, that little orb of uh, light flying around. That is the consciousness, and that is the being. Okay, okay, all right. So, so not, not directly related, but I, I guess it's kind of indirectly related. Interesting. I love the take. Uh, and you did say that you, you, you can see these things, right? You, you've told me in the past that you can see these orbs all the time, don't you? Yeah, orbs are orbs are big with me. I don't know why, but they're just there. Um, I've seen orange, dark purple, and of course the the white ones. Uh, that's the most common. Um, but the orange ones are usually that's connected with UFOs. Always, um, I've seen that several times. I was out in Arizona, see it a lot. Here, I haven't seen much of anything. Um, more of the white and the dark purple. Uh, is connected with, uh, again, the type of uh, Zen meditation. I've seen that once, and it forms like little dark purple. And I thought it was black at the beginning, and it's actually a really deep purple. But it's literally these little dots of really deep purple form, but they gather up. If you're looking at the sky, they'll gather up, and it'll just be this dark orb, still orb. It's still. It doesn't move around. It's still of a deep purple. And then you have the little white orbs flying around that. Okay, that's pretty wild. I, and so, do you? So you have to be in a meditative state to see these things, or they just kind of pop. Like, like let's say you're going to buy a coke from a a coke machine, right? Is like an orb just <laughs> pop up above the thing? You know what I'm saying? I, I mean it in like a goofy context, but like, are, like are you just like you know I don't know, like putting gas in the car or something, and uh, and like an orb flies by, or do you have to literally be like sort of expecting them, sort of in like a state? You know what I mean? No. Um, well, the thing is, there, it's not, you don't have to go that much of a deep of a state to see them. That's not that difficult to do. You can have a very relaxed mind just kind of, you know, hanging out, not thinking about things, putting your gas in the car, and your mind's just floating around, suddenly you just see it. That's, it's just, it's not that deep of a level. It's very light, actually. Um, the deeper you go, uh, that will change. It gets deeper and more, um, you can expand on it more. But yeah, you can you can just be have a very relaxed mind, hanging out, you know, not doing a whole lot, and uh, you know how you do stuff that's so repetitive, your mind sort of just shuts off. Yeah, the autopilot they call it. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. That's autopilot. That's all you really need. But okay. you're just kind of zooming along and you know, ah, <laughs> you see, 
You I can't see. orb, go through your car. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, so this stuff is very real. This is not a bunch of horse shit. This is actually real stuff. Oh, it's real. It's very real. Okay. All right. All right. What else you got for us, my friend? Well, something Robert mentioned. And what I started thinking about was he's, you know, doing astral projection or, you know, your out of body thing. And I kept, I was thinking, cause you, you know, every once in a while, something will come through the house. Well, okay, fine. And I really started thinking about it. it. It could be someone who's basically dead. Um, they're still hanging out and they're in full, it's a full body aberration, but the only thing you're going to see is the light in their brain that little white light, but they're actually standing there or floating through your house, but it's, it's in full body, but you can't see the body. Um, early, early, early on in, uh, back way when, when I was like 21 or 22, um, I ran into this guy's working at a hot dog stand in crystal city, Virginia. And this guy comes up and just starts talking about ghost hunting. And I was living in a haunted house. I thought, you know, what the hell? So I got with him and, uh, we went to a row house in Georgetown and, you know, he wanted psychic impressions, so I gave him psychic impressions. Went up to the third floor, and this woman that was the curator there, um, to, we, you know, after the clothes went up, and we're sitting there, and we went to make this apparition appear, make him, you know, so we could see him. And the closest we got was, you could see the outline of the body, but the way you saw it was this blue and red orbs just start flying back and forth, but it was inside the body. They didn't, if it flew outside the body, you didn't see it but it kept going back and forth in his body. So we could see the outline of the person. And it was a big guy, but he came up from, um, was it, uh, was that Naval Annapolis, Maryland, uh, the Naval yard there, he would come down from there, but it was back in the early 1900s. I'm going to have it. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet, sweet. Good stuff. Uh, I appreciate it very much. Uh, MJ, a good friend of the show. Good friend of mine. Uh, I appreciate the phone calls. Appreciate the takes. We got people we got to get to. Thanks for Thanks for being patient on the phone line. Thanks for giving okay. us your take as always. You're the best brother. All Talk right. to you soon. Have a great night. There you go. Um, MJ in Virginia. 702-957-1037. Uh, thanks for, uh, thanks everybody for being patient. Let's get back to James real quick. Axel's take, and then we'll get to Kelly. James take on that. Yeah, the idea of only seeing the the light in someone's brain and, and where their mind would be, that is fascinating because that can explain wh- why um, some sightings where the light appears to be more steady. In other words, it's not going up or down. You know what I mean? It's it's mainly stationary. Or if it moves around the room, it never changes its height. You know, it moves around, but not up or down. And then that makes you think of, maybe it is, like like MJ said, just a, a person. Whether it is, it is um, someone that's out of body or a spirit, either way, it's just a person walking around, but all you're seeing is that one, that one basically their energy core, that's where their mind would be. It's just a really interesting idea. Definitely. Uh, Axel, go ahead. I mean, the, uh, the, it, things have come and gone, um, and I, I didn't want to interject because I know we have to move on, but I'm very interested in the idea that he lived in a haunted house. I, someday I'd like to hear more about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got, uh, yeah, MJ, MJ's got a lot of great stories. We, I think at some point we need to just get him on a, as a guest and just do just go the whole show <laughs> with uh, MJ. Uh, shout out to MJ, great stuff as always. Uh, let's go to Kelly in Colorado. Thanks for being patient, my friend. Go right ahead. 
Is he still there? Kelly, Kelly, yes. Kelly. He may he may have fallen asleep. <laughs> Kelly, oh Kelly. no! What's up, brother? <laughs> How are you? What's up, my man? It's like a like I sneak up on you. You're like you're like oh god, I've been waiting for so long, and I'm like go, oh, you're up. It's like oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What's up, bro? It kind of goes you know into that lock that lock mode. So I had to log back off. Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. Thanks for being patient. Uh, what do you think, man? What what about the auras, the spirit orbs, relation or no? Um, and everything else, everything yeah. else, not just, but back to the topic. There's a lot of, Go right ahead. There's a lot of great takes tonight. And so I'm just kind of brush over, uh, uh, you know, what other people have already talked about. Right. So, <clears throat> but then I'll, uh, I'm going to, I want to add something to it, but sure, sure. yeah, man, that, that, that Carolyn photography, which is pretty crazy. Right. So, you know, we are, we already know that, you know, it's electrical. It, it, what it does is capture the electrical uh, coronal <clears throat> discharge of, of the of the body, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, if you cut your finger off, right, or they cut a plant, part of a plant or a leaf or something off, it still shows it. It's got the outline of it like it's still there. <clears throat> so I, I would like to, and the reason why I would kind of bring that up, you know, and, and you know, they now they use it in, you know, photography where it says, you know, they say that you can see your aura, right? And, and uh, a lot of the ancient uh, some of that ancient stuff too, you know. That's she was correct. Jennifer was correct when she was talking about like with chakras, you know, because that's what's part of your. It's actually two and one, you know. They they claim it as two and one because you're, you know, if your chakras are, in, you know, in the line is gonna, you know, you also your body will give off those auras, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> so <clears throat> the colors. Excuse me. Well, I'm gonna get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> me too me too uh, i need a drink after this no uh, during this to f- f- fuck it i'm not waiting till after i'm just taking a drink right now <laughs> uh, yeah so, go, ahead, man. go ahead whatever you're ready yeah with the with the chakras right so and if that's the case so it, you know all that does it follows to the outer shock or the outer body aura and the, and the the top chakra right the uh, the seven chakras so it's going to go all the way down seven through seven through run and each one of them has got a color too that is based off of them chakra the the top one the crown chakra is you know it's the purple it's the casual the casual body then you have celestial you know it's, uh, astral mental and, and and emotional all of them just have a, their own different color and stuff right and each one which is interesting. We were talking about when he, uh, someone talked about the, with the, you know, the third eye, right? That's the, that's the sixth chakra. <clears throat> that's one with aspect. And what Robert said kind of blew my mind. I want to get to that r- a little bit later on, but what he said, you know, that's kind of, it almost makes sense on a lot of, you know, on a lot of stuff that people have seen with these orbs. But for me, I look at it as this, right? So every we know everything is pure energy, right? So it's like the Higgs boson. They call it the God particle where energy turns into mass, right? So and then in reverse is death, right? When you, when you leave yourself. But at the same time, when you're astral projecting, right, you could also do that as well. It's kind of you would... You would think that it would probably be an orb. You know, that's what Robert said. It kind of fractured my mind on that one. But... And at the same time, you know, we're electrical pulses. Everything in the body, every, even all the way down to your cells gives off an electrical pulse, right? Everything vibrates. Nothing stands still. <clears throat> so if that's the case, and we're, you know, 
humans, you know, we're doing that. So like every, you know, movement that you're doing with your arms or whatnot, right? It's an electrical pulse that your brain sends off to your muscles. So, and to think in that with your aura, right? So, and your chakras, that kind of, with me, I look at that as like the, the Buddhist monks. So if you're all your, you know, before you're passing and these, every, and you know, they're all obviously with their meditation and everything they've done, their, their, their chakras have to be in line. You know, they're giving off that aura. So maybe that's why, though that multiple color like that, maybe that's why they call it the rainbow body, you know, it, before they pass over and that's the light they're given. <clears throat> be, be, that's what I think too, because it is, you know, it's what, Especially with Robert says when, you know, your ash projecting and, you know, it could be these balls of light. But you have examples of these weird things that people, you know, record. And they're not UFOs. They seem to be like, uh, they have like a body or a shape or, you know, some of them look like were groups that you guys were talking about. You know, they look like they're all holding hands and they're, you know, these ones are like filmed in Mexico. And, and they're all in a, you know, like holding hands going in a circle. Maybe if that's the case, if we're talking that, like with Robert's uh, theory, which, which is great, you know, that one, that was a good one. You know, I, I kind of believe that too. If that's the case, maybe it's a group of people that are actually projecting together. And sometimes like, uh, uh, I don't know what his, his name was, but he was saying that, you know, it went from four to four to eight, right? Maybe there's just people who are just joining in or learning to, you know, join that practice, you know, at the same time. And maybe that's what we're seeing. And if that's the case, if we can do that, and, and, you know, I have astral projected, but I had, you had to be in some deep meditation. It's not something that, you know, it can click on and off, but maybe, you know, people see these, you know, because for me, everybody's pure energy anyway. So, and if you're astral projecting like that and you're, and maybe these, I don't know, let's say aliens or different, you know, species are doing the same. You know, because they're highly intelligent if they're doing, they can space jump and everything else, you know, and you're thinking that, you know, they're astral projecting too, because people say they talk, you know, they really don't talk to them, you know, it's a mental thing, you know, it's, you know, they're, they're using, um, what's that, what's that word for it? Telepathy. Um, telepathy. Yeah. Yeah. They're using telepathy, right? So if they're doing that, it's, it's, just, I would almost be like the same thing is that you can astral project. So maybe... Just maybe that the angels that people seen, because even uh, let's let's go back to some people thought like with auras and stuff too, like old paintings of like uh, you know like especially ex examples of like all uh, religious paintings, right? And they have like they show angels, right, or these people that are like saints or something, and they always show them with like uh, a halo or like their heads are glowing, you know, uh, gold or something, you know, a, a different color. But that's maybe that's what they were seeing. Is that their, you know, their aura? Yeah, wild stuff here, and I think, it, like, like basically, it like if you, if you toss it out, kind of in a cursory manner for like the, you know, the let's let's call it the uninitiated, meaning that people haven't like kind of trying to merge all these worlds of ideas, like the people that watch like the ghost shows on TV or whatever. Like, if you say auras, orbs, it doesn't seem related. I don't know. The more you talk about it, the more you think about it. I think somehow, some way. There is a relation here, and uh, I do like the idea of astral travel and, and basically how would you appear, right? So, so uh, or remote viewing even, right? Like, like uh, Courtney Brown and uh, the Farsight organization, Farsight.org, you know, uh, some of the most renowned 
uh, remote viewers in the world has said that when they remote view things, sometimes people that are there notice they're there and they literally turn and like, look at them like, like they're an orb or something, right? Like they don't see them as like their physical embodiment. They see them as some something that's spying on them, right? Sort of a, and I was going to make the joke earlier. It's it's like, this is like big brother on steroids, right? Like if Robert said, if you're like, well, it's because I was thinking about you when I boom, then there I am, right? And so it may not be like a direct, like weirdo sort of spying, but like, hey, uh, if, if this is what's going on with some of these orbs, uh, maybe, maybe they are, uh, and that's just why maybe some people see them and some people don't, right? Like, it, it's pretty wild, man. Like, uh, the, this whole thing, I, th- I think it does come together nicely when you uh, start to talk about all the aspects of it. Yeah. And let me interject real quick, dude. Just one thing, too. Like, so if we're, if that's the case, okay, so like, we're, you know, we can do that. We're, we're a light spark or something. We're floating around sure. and then we're a baller, right? So now if that's the case and everything, like, like I was saying that, you know, we're electrical beings anyway, right? So now you start packing these people in to like apartment buildings and like, you know, big, big, tall buildings, you know, where you go to work and stuff. That's just a big battery pack, bro. There is something sucking all that energy. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. You know, people live in these big ass apartment buildings, especially like in New York, you know, these sky rises and stuff like you know, they're like, what, 20, 30, 40, about 20, 30 feet, right? And our level or floors, right? Man, you're packing people in like that. That I mean, because that's another thing, too. When, you, when I went to New York, you know, that's you're feeling everybody. That's where the whole thing, too, where you, people say that, you know, people can, you know, they drain your energy. Because you, there's a lot of people in cities, man, and especially when I was in Hong Kong. I mean, I've been to a lot of different cities around the world, and I still feel that same. Man, it's just chaos. It feels because I can feel a lot. A lot of that stuff is, you know, I feel that stuff. And if you're walking around that many people and that many different attitudes, and you know, their auras are all over the place. It's man, that shit is draining. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I get around a crowd of people, and it just uh, it kind of takes it out of me. It's a uh, and so so I'm not sure I'd I'd call myself an empath. I call myself paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah. cough button but yeah uh, yeah I, I don't know i don't know like uh how does all this relate uh, amazing stuff amazing stuff good shit kelly we got matt behind you what else you got for us no man that's it i want to hear what matt's got you're the best brother kelly in colorado longtime friend of the show good friend of mine thank you so much for listening thanks for uh thanks for hanging out thanks for giving us your take uh tell michelle we said hello okay matt in california Go right ahead, sir. Welcome to Trouble Minds. That, sorry, sorry for making everybody wait. I know that we, we're kind of backed up tonight. I didn't realize it was going to go sort of on the back end of like all the calls. We, James and I went for like an hour with like almost nobody, and then suddenly everything. So here we are. Matt in California. Go right ahead. <laughs> Welcome to Trouble Minds. Hey, guys. How's it going? Ah, doing well. Just kicking it, man. Talking about weird shit on a Monday like we do. Uh, what are your thoughts yeah, on thank this? thank you. Uh, Matt, by the way, is the one, uh, just a shout out so everybody knows, Matt is the one who inspired this show. He called in last week and was kind of uh, taking it to like a different thing, and it's perfect. And so it spawned an entire other show. So go right ahead. What are your thoughts, my friend? Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me on, and uh, thank you for doing this. I'm glad that um, people are liking this kind of conversation. Yeah, it seems well, like people are, are liking it. Pleasure is ours, man. Hundred percent. Go right ahead. Love to hear. Love to hear you, Matt. Yeah, I just want to um, say before I start. You know, I've been studying this for over twenty years, and so all this stuff is my, you know, my beliefs, my experiences, my thoughts. 
I'm not trying to convince anybody. I'm not trying to say, you know, a thousand percent real. Um, I'm just trying to put it out there. And the whole point of all this is I want to help people and I want people to be healthy and feel good. And this, um, this type of thing, even though it is kind of a supernatural or paranormal, you want to call it, um, I think there might be benefits in learning about it. <laughs> so I started from the beginning talking about what would Nikola Tesla say? If you want to understand the universe, you have to think in uh, what? Thought, uh, vibrations, frequency, and energy. And in our world, we don't, we don't think about it like that. We are anchored in this physical world. And we're always seeing, you know, we think everything is what we see with our eyes or things that we could touch, the physical world. But there's so much more to that. And talking about, like, you can't see Wi-Fi. You know, it's, it's there. We know it's there. So what is it? The energy, you know? And everything comes from light. Light is energy. And so this whole, like, chakras and auras thing, I think, is, is there. So I want you to imagine that you have a bubble, uh, a sphere around you, like an egg shape. That's your aura. Whether you can see it or not, you can feel it. And other people's too, and, and so when you're like like when you're in a crowded place, when you're on a bus, and you're, you're agitated, it's because you're mingling with everybody else's aura, and so you have this light of aura around you, and these things like if you have like rips or tears in your aura, that or like a weak aura that will like damage you. So things like when people say like your words are abrasive or like a knife stabbed me in the back with a knife. Those are literal things that are, you know, breaking your aura. And if you have rips or tears in your aura, that can cause you, your energy to leak out. And so we need to heal this aura. We need to heal each other around this bubble. And, uh, something, okay. So something that Kelly said that got me, uh, pictures of Jesus and Mother Mary, and how there's like a light of, like, that's what, that's what looks like a light of halo around them, or they call it a halo. And even back to Egyptian, when you see like pictures of Isis, the goddess Isis, uh, you'll see like they have a circle, like a halo above their head. I that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, so not only that too, it, it sometimes interestingly, like, like, like people think of the term halo as like kind of like the, you know, the little, like, like circular metal piece that floats over the head. But in, in many of that, that like, um, uh, let's say, Renaissance art, and even further back, like you said, back to the Egyptians, sometimes the halo is really big. It's like, it's sort of almost like large, like angel wings, right? Like sort of over the back of the head in a very large way. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the connection. Go right ahead. Yeah, and that comes to like, there's layers. So these layers, they superimpose over your body. And that's where the chakras are in your inside inside your body, and so each layer is like it's kind of like an onion. You know, your your physical body, the physical body is the middle part of the onion. Each layer is kind of like a layer out of you, and so there's like I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but there's like the physical body, and then it's like the emotional body, so your thoughts or your emotions, and then there's the mental body, is your mind. And it goes out in layers. And so all these things, like when you think something, it's in your aura. When you uh, have emotions, it's in your aura. And that's what people are picking up on when they're like around each other in uh, auras. 
Yeah, um, so like, any. Right? So this is real then. So so this is real. I, I know like you're the one again who inspired this show. Again, thank you, thank you for all the amazing phone calls and all the amazing interaction. And uh, again, thanks for meeting meeting up with me in Vegas here and uh, Lacey, your wife. It was a very good time. I, I think the thing here is that. This is real. This stuff is real, right? It's like it's like again, like I've said, I said this when I was like a, a twenty year old, and this is like one of the like my, one of the my proud moments of my life as a twenty year old. I, I had a novel thought, and now, right after years of trouble minds, it doesn't seem so novel. But as a twenty year old, it did at the time. Is that just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not real, and we're not qualified to determine what God is or isn't as human beings because our cognitive ability and the the thing that we you know we can only hear a tiny spectrum of sound so much is inaudible to us if it's too low or too high. Same thing with our vision, different uh, spectrums of light we just can't see, and so we're literally like a poor representation of a judgment of what creation is because we just can't see like. 90% of it or here 90% you know what i mean it's like so much shit's going on out there we can, we have no fucking clue and so well here we are here we are great shit man yeah. what else you got I think, go right ahead well i think with the aura thing um you know like i said i believe it so it's real to me uh but i think we all have it it's uh it's an ability that we all have we're born with the sixth sense they call it but um we you know we lose it over time because we don't use it we don't exercise it you know what happens when you don't exercise you just go right you go right back to where you were so you have to exercise this uh, skill to get it and so we all have it but you just have to exercise it and so um let's see i'm looking at my notes sorry yeah uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you a second hey look no, that's cool. yeah, the, the best callers have notes go right ahead matt <laughs> the best callers have notes it's true. i'm just trying to it's true i'm right? just trying to bring it go ahead no, go ahead. Go ahead. What else you got? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to bring it to, like, how we have like there's Eastern, you know, mysticism and there's Western side, you know, Western medicine. I'm trying to blend them because a lot of a lot of this stuff it's subtle. It's very um, you have to pay attention to the energy, and so things like acupuncture, you know, no one wants to go to acupuncture, but everybody just wants a pill that I can take away the pain now. You know, nowadays, in Western medicine, we just want a pill. You know, we don't want to study these things, these uh, mystic things, or these, you know, spiritual kind of, we call it the woo, I guess, right? <laughs> woo woo. Choo choo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up right, on so... the train. Up on the train, Matt. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> woo woo. All right, let's uh let's do an experiment. Let's uh are you sure uh I showed those pictures in Discord. You can show those pictures if you want. Okay, let me see if I can pull uh, them up. I'll put them up on the screen. Go right ahead. All right, let's. I'm gonna do an experiment. Um, this is we're going to feel our aura. And so what I want you to do is, uh, if you're sitting or standing, just kind of relax, get kind of comfortable, and I want you to put your hands together in front of you like you're praying. And put so your fingers should be away from your fingers should be facing away from your body, and your palms toward your body. Uh, okay, I'm on board. Got it. All right. And uh, so you know, like you're praying, your hands together. And now I want you to make sure your fingers are tight together, like you're scooping up water. Mm-hmm. Like when you scoop up water, you don't want the water to fall through your fingers. It's the same thing with the energy; you don't want it to fall through your fingers. So these, um, your fingers are tight together, and maybe curve your hands a little, and now. As you in a praying position, now kind of pull them apart about let's say five six inches, 
All right. So your hands should be apart from each other. Now, and sometimes too, it helps if you, um, like for me, when I do like Reiki and stuff, I warm my hands up. Like uh, that, um, when you are cold and you like rub your hands together, like friction, try to warm up your hands, get your hands kind of warmed up. Because you have chakras in Hey, like, in your hands. like Mr. Miyagi, remember when he did the thing? And you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah. he, he did the yeah. thing, he clapped and like rubbed his yep. hands to warm them up because you got yep. some magic to do. Hey, you can't do cold yeah. magic. You got to do warm magic. <laughs> yeah, so, so warm up your hands because the, the, the chakras are in your hands what we're, we're working with. So warm up your hands and then uh, have them a couple of inches apart and just right. kind of sit there. And um, if you're, you might be able to see, some people can see it, but you might start to feel. And people feel different things. Some people feel um, like a wave, a pressure. Uh, some people might feel like sparks or light, things like this. I feel, my, me personally, and everybody's different. Me personally, I feel a magnetic charge. Like when you flip one magnet upside down and you try to push two magnets together. And you start might to feel this feeling and you, you can play with it. You can kind of move your hands back and forth or apart from each other and closer together you start to feel uh, this, like, and like I said, everybody's different. I am being serious here. I, I actually do kind of feel the magnetic charge issue. I can, I can sense a connection between my two hands, and I can play with it. So I'm on board here. This, this is working. All right. As long as it's working. Uh, go ahead. Matt. <laughs> Wait, Matt, can you hang out? Uh, so finish this. Uh, if you can hang out, we got Robert's been on the phone for over 20 minutes. I want to get to him. Okay. He probably, oh, no, he's no, probably okay. quick. He's probably quick because he's got a, he, he's a second call in. So I just want to, don't want to make him wait too much longer, but I, I know you waited as well. So go ahead. Uh, let's finish this exercise. If you can wait, we got time for you, as you know. So uh, go right ahead. Let's finish this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot more. So yeah, um, that's just one exercise. We could just try that and play with it. And um, I could post that to the Discord as well. So you guys can follow along. Um, hopefully you guys get some experience. And, and like I said, everybody's different. Be patient and be have intent and just be calm with it. Don't force it. It's not, you don't force it. It just happens. So let's go ahead. I'll mute up and you can go ahead and go to the car. Okay. You. You, can, you can hang out with us for a bit and I'll get back to you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, stay right there. Thank you, Matt in California. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, thanks for waiting. What's on your mind? Uh, I normally don't call back a, you know, a second time, but uh, I forgot some things when I was... Okay. <laughs> I didn't have all my notes together. Yeah, see? Uh, in the hey, last call. When you but call in, you got to have notes. Uh, but before I get to that, I, I, I want to refer to what Kelly was talking about. Sure. About um, orbs that are... Um, seem traveling together and that they are people that know each other. They're, they're, they're just a group at astral projection. I remember when I was 14 years old, um, I went to sleep. And the next thing I know, I was standing in my front yard. Right, We had a big yard back then. And looking up at the sky, and I believe me, it was as real as as sitting here, you know, very, very real, incredibly real. Although the colors were strikingly, you know, like HD or whatever. Anyway, I'm looking up at this guy and I'm seeing these three orbs and I'm thinking to myself, they're diving at each other. And I'm thinking to myself, these are my friends and, and they're, and they're, and they're fighting with each other. And that's, and then I heard a big 
bang, and I woke up in my bed, which which happens a lot most of the time when it comes to a, a, an astral projection that is involuntary. Right? When you return to your body, you hear a big clap, like a big clap of thunder, uh, and you wake up. Is this is this where I make the big bang joke that happens in bed? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens too sometimes. Depends on who you're with. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I wanted to, to when when you know Matt was talking about tests. I've got two tests I'd like to put out there for for people to consider. All right, um, if you're in if you're if you're in a room and you're seeing some orbs running around, one, two, or whatever. All right. If you see an orb, start calling the first names of people you're most familiar with. Like, uh, is that you, Donna? Is that you, Mark? And so forth. If you call out that orb's real name, it will morph into the translucent body of that person. You may even be able to have a mental conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. I see. So, so because, like I said in an earlier phone call, if some some orbs are coming into your into the room you're in, these are orbs that you know. These are people that you know who are tethered. They're asleep somewhere. They're tethered, and they're thought about you. And 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 as a consequence, their astral body went to where you're at. So call call a name. You know, some people you're familiar with, and see if if, if believe me if you if you if you hit the right name. That orb will morph into the to the person, translucent, but that, that you know that you recognize. So, so, so it's almost like an invitation thing. So it's like an invitation, right? So if they're there, it's kind of like the old uh, the old school, right? Uh, the the vampire can't come in unless you invite him, sort of thing. They're sort of there, sort of asking for a prompt in some way. And if you say their name, but if, but if, but, if, but if you don't. Right. If you don't tell them, if you don't call their name, and let, which lets them know that uh, you are not objecting to their presence, yes, you're absolutely right. About okay, that. that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And then nice. one more test. Sure. Go one ahead. more test. In a in a pitch black room, stand in front of a, a mirror, preferably a full length mirror. Just stand there, facing that mirror, and see if in a short time you don't see your aura. Okay, I see. All right. So, 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 are you saying you can see your own aura, and you've done it? Uh, it's not something I'm I'm in the habit of doing, but it's something that's that that happened once. Okay. Maybe twice. Okay. Um, because that's I have full range mirrors all through this house. All right, and there's been a time like up in my you know um, in my den where I had shut the lights off and, and found myself facing the mirror, and I, and I saw glow. You know, I'm not saying it was the form of my body, but I saw the glow. Right? I'm, I'm saying I'm not guaranteeing nothing here. I'm just saying try it and see what you find out. Okay, all right. See if it, see, see if, I mean, it would see, make sense to me because light... Energy, light and energy, they're basically the same thing. So um, if there's light, no pitch dark room, all that pitch dark room is going to do is, is accent that light. 
You can't. You, we we sit in we, in our lives. We're flooded with light. You know, I've got several lamps on in my living room here. All right, so you can't see your aura. But I would say it's more. You've got a better than a reasonable chance of seeing your aura in a pitch dark room. All right, in a mirror. Okay. All right. I will uh, take it under. The mirror would reflect. The mirror would reflect the light of your aura. You would have to see it. Okay, I'll take it under advisement. I'm saying, I'll, I'll try it. I will try those it. Those are two tests. Okay. All right. Appreciate okay. it. Thanks. Appreciate it. You're the best, bro. Have a great night. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. That's Thanks it. for calling. Robert Robert in Pennsylvania, a good friend of mine, good friend of ours. James, your take on that, you've been awfully silent for a very long time. Thanks for being patient with all, all of us as we have all our takes. James, <laughs> go right ahead, sir. Uh, no, you know what's I'm wondering now is if um, in, in the whole astral projection thing, if Maybe in some cases it can also depend on the state of the person who's who is seeing. You know what? It, maybe it'll depend on the person's state of consciousness or their how relaxed they are as to whether or not they'll see an orb or the shape of a person, um, depending on you know where they're at mentally or physically, or and then also just that who that person is if it's someone they know. Then I could see how that that um, the press, the idea that Robert had about you know calling out their name, how that could work if maybe even you feel like it could be that person. Um, so I just wonder if maybe because the thing is with with this and, and I always like I, I always come back to this is I think it's hard to know anything for sure, but it would make sense to me if you know there are so many variables in all of this that people that are astral projecting could appear as these orbs or they could appear as as they as they do in the physical world and i just wonder what what causes either or of those appearances and if it has to do with the the person observing them yeah right as always like like i was talking about uh, just the human being being a poor judge of let's say things greater than ourselves we just can't really determine a lot of that right just based on our, our sensory perceptions of everything right so so it does make some sense that what the fuck is this <laughs> right? i mean i mean here we are like uh i don't know i don't know i, I again I, I think the craziest part about all these conversations that we have it gets to the point where i'm like okay well i've learned a bunch more about this that and the other thing but now i'm more confused <laughs> I'm more confused. Yep. Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? Especially since James is a... By the way, James Salcedo has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. He's a paranormal expert, I'm told. Uh, but don't call him that because he'll get super pissed off. But I'm going to say it because he can't... I'm, I'm out of his range. He can't punch me. Go ahead, James. Go ahead, James. <laughs> Go ahead, James. Back Go ahead. <laughs> I'm dodging. No, I'm as dodging. I said the other, <laughs> other day, I'm outnumbered now because you're not the only person to, uh, say, to say that uh, they think of me as a... Uh, paranormal expert so right. I, I will i will reluctantly be okay with that okay all right there you go it's it's uh i'm the one who started this fight and uh there we go i finished it oh take that james okay so uh <laughs> i appreciate oh. it very much um uh, we got uh, lots more people on the line here uh where do we oh, go Lord. who's been who's been quiet for the most axel what's your take what's your take brother on all the rest um, of this shit I'll also, I'll also accuse James of being a paranormal expert, so I'll be on your side for that one. Okay, all right, perfect. And and uh, and and uh, otherwise, I will I'll withdraw because I want to hear what the next caller has to say. 
Thank you. Appreciate that, Axel. Uh, let's go back to uh, Kelly. Kelly's been quite the longest. Uh, go right ahead, Kelly, if you, if you got more stuff for us. Yeah, I was just thinking, too, like for the whole paranormal thing, you know, and people, you know, talk about auras. Sometimes people say they, they hear, a, you know, they can hear the, bu- uh, hear the, hear the aura. You know, it's like sometimes they say it's a, the light buzz or, you know, even like temperature change, too, you know. So if, you know, maybe you go back to what Robert's saying, you know, if it, people ask for projecting and we, you know, you could hear it and, you know, have like temperature change while it's around you, you know, maybe that it could, it could be something like that. You know, you never know. But also one real quick too, is like the, when he was talking about, um, what was it? Um, all those, like those orbs, like around power lines. That, now, for again, if we see it, like with Robert when he brought that up, I mean, this that could go all kinds of different ways now. So, what's interesting is <clears throat> these orbs. If it's people astral projecting, maybe these power lines they're getting stuck around. The, they're getting trapped in there, and they're trying to bounce off of there, trying to get untrapped. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. It could be. There's also, you know, what's crazy uh, regarding the power lines too. Uh, now, Ronald had a story over on Rockfin. Listen to this. I don't know if you saw this, right? Now, Ronald says, when I was a kid in 1977, I was walking under some high-tension power lines while carrying a fluorescent light bulb, like the two. Remember those tubes that uh, I still have in my garage or whatever? Like those ones, the you know fluorescent light bulbs. He says, when I got under the power lines, it lit up like a lightsaber. People in traffic even stopped and asked how I was doing that. I told them I didn't know. <laughs> what the fuck, right? Whoa. That sounds like some slider streetlight interference, but with the power wire and the the light. Right? Like a reverse reverse slider kind of thing. Sorry to cut in, but that just that's that good. That made me think of. Get it. Robert on, on Rockfin also added, wow, you were a conductor for the energy bleeding from the power line. And you know what's yeah. interesting, too? Real quick about this. Like, uh, when I was reading about auras, too, to kind of take a full circle here, I was like, these colors, by the way, right? The colors that are like seem to be most prevalent are very much the colors of lightsabers, right? So if you have, like, the, the angry guy with the red lightsaber, Darth Vader, right? But Darth Maul, you've got all, all the Sith Lords have red lightsabers, right? What about the Jedi? They have the blue and the green lightsabers, right? And even Mace Windu has the purple lightsaber. It's pretty interesting how uh, most, let's see, most of the colors you hear from sort of those chakra ideas, the human auras and the rest of this seem to pretty much correlate with the lightsabers. And if you guys are super nerds, uh, you'll know that uh, there, there's a reason in the uh, extended Star Wars universe why particular uh, Jedi have blue or green lightsabers. It's like a it's like a particular representation of a power they have. There are healers, there are warriors. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it's interesting how... And then Robert kind of just randomly... Or it's not Robert, sorry. Ronald randomly with this story that's like, oh, by the way, when I was a kid in 1977, but also that's the year Star Wars came out. <laughs> what the fuck wow. is going on? Right? Like, I, I thought about when I was reading this stuff tonight, uh, James sent me a ton of links. Special thanks to James here for uh, volunteering to do the show and uh, being Johnny on the spot and sending me a ton of links. I was reading... Uh, a, a bunch of the stuff he sent to me and I couldn't help but think back to the human auras and those colors they were kind of indicative in some cases of what the lightsaber 
sort of represents in the Star Wars universe. Pretty wild, right? Yeah. Oops, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Or you know, I was just gonna add real quick too. You know, and and, and even black, like uh, the new Mandalorian, where he's got the, yeah, that's right, the, the dark saber. Yes, you're ah. right. Yes, you're right. Holy shit! <laughs> and, and you know, the scientists believe that, like you know, dark matter. You know, it's still a, a type of energy. It's just you know, it's just dark. It's just black. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, or it's just too. You know. Everything, I don't know, man. For me, it's like I said, I go back to uh, to energy, and you know, energy can be all kinds of different colors. It's not just one color, you know. Just yeah. especially like the sun, you know, as hydrogen, it's got, you know, that's a form of energy, and all stars are all different colors, you know. So, you know, you got to add everything, you know, the the whole rainbow. That's what that's why I kind of like, you know, in starting this, you know, starting with the show, I I kind of just reflect. With that too is you know like the monks you know the the whole rainbow body maybe that's the ultimate you know, I mean everything's all lit up yeah you right. know Go ahead, James. it's interesting that you mentioned that and that the, this this is kind of like what before again as well um, because just this, this last few months I've found I think three stories now about these these um, black either orbs or like teardrop shaped just blobs or and they also appear sometimes near uh electricity the one one was in on the floor of a house basically uh almost like it was pulling itself along the floor of this house where the writer saw it happening and it was heading toward an outlet a power outlet in the wall and again the power line thing a couple of the times, a couple of the articles I've found have talked about this, these, these black orbs being near or going, or in, uh, basically enveloping power lines. So, the, and that's kind of what got me into this whole orb thing recently is I'd heard of all the different colors of orbs, but I hadn't really heard of the, the black or the dark orbs. And now there's a, that is crazy that there's an actual dark lightsaber. That's just <laughs> that's blowing my mind the, right now. The dark saber, the dark saber. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all real. And I uh, just started watching with Mrs. Strange the other day. Uh, the um, the new one, the Boba Fett, uh, the new book of Boba Fett, got a couple episodes in. I am super impressed. The the guy, the John Favreau, Mikey, Mikey's so money he doesn't even know it. You guys remember that old movie? <laughs> the the dude he's directing. Uh, what was the name of that movie? I can't remember. But he's he's directing. Uh, these new Star Wars, the Mandalorian, like he's he, single-handedly, it seems, resurrecting this franchise. It's fucking good if you haven't seen it. And two episodes in, and I'm like, wow, like somebody gets Star Wars. Holy smokes! It seems like all all the knuckleheads recently that've been directing these movies have just like wrecked it. But uh, yeah, yeah, good shit. Uh, who else? What else do we got? Who else is here? Uh, but Matt, Matt, Matt's been quiet for a long time. Matt, go right ahead. What's our brother? Swingers. That's the movie. That's the movie, Derek. Yeah. Matt, go right ahead. What's up? Right. Yeah, I'm glad you brought the Star Wars thing because the, the lightsabers, because that um, the lightsabers have a crystal inside them. They do a kyber crystal. It's called yes, indeed. And so, is that like the practitioner or the Jedi using that crystal to project the color through whatever color he is through his lightsaber? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. So, so it's sort of like an aura sort of situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wild, right? 
Yeah, so um, let's talk about colors. Like, with colors and of the aura, like, you have to remember, like, black is the absence of all color. It absorbs all the color. That's why a lot of magicians and witches and stuff were, were all black. And then white is all the colors together. And you might notice another nerd thing, um, like Gandalf. When Gandalf, uh, spoiler alert, Gandalf dies, <laughs> the Belrock, he fights the Belrock, Gandalf the Grey, he comes back as Gandalf the White. Colorless. And even in the book, and yeah, and in the, in the books and the stories, he comes back, he, you see his, his robe is white. But if you look closely, you'll notice that his robe is not white. It's all the colors. It's a rainbow. Uh, so, yeah. so, so also, if you're a super uh, Lord of the Rings nerd, <laughs> you, you'll know that Saruman, who was the leader of the council of the, the Astari, which are the wizards, uh, he, he actually was Saruman the White. But what happened is he became, he kind of he was supposed to be the one that opposed Sauron in the entire like darkness, and he gave that up for Saruman of many colors. And so interestingly, when Gandalf came back, he was actually Gandalf the White, but also because basically uh, Saruman was being punished, the the elder gods or whatever had also bestowed upon him both. So he so Gandalf was now the white, and like you're describing, the the Gandalf of many colors. He he had sort of been ascended to the next level of the Astari. And again, like I said, if you're a super nerd, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just saying, like, great great spot, Matt. You're a super nerd just like me. <laughs> yep. Damn nerds. Damn nerds. Thank you, Pearl. What's that, Kelly? Uh, okay. I said it's like Mother of Pearl. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. It's white, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Go ahead, man. Okay, uh, so can I talk about orbs for a second? Sure. Go to orbs. Um, so I like, I've been talking about this with um, my friend James. He's the one that got me thinking with orbs. I always thought as orbs as paranormal, like ghosts. And uh, Robert has some good stuff on that. But, um, and then I started thinking, well, if you see an orb and then you see a light in the sky... Right, what we call a UFO. What's the difference? And so, J- shout out James. He's got me on that. Like, what's the difference between an orb floating around your house and a UFO out in the out in space? And so, uh, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. Can I just I'm, I am super exhausted, guys, and I have to go to bed. So I do have to dip out. I love all of you, but I gotta go to bed. <laughs> have a great one, Axel. You're the best, bro. Hey, Axel. Thank you. Thank you, Axel. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, actually, uh, James propped me up. I'm going to step away, take a, uh, a, a, a men's room. Yeah, I'll be right back. Go ahead, Matt. I'm listening. I got you yes, on speakers. Sir. I got you on speakers. Go right ahead. And so, yeah, I, th- I have a couple. I have two orb stories that I've seen with my own eyes. One is where um, I had a friend, a buddy of mine, he passed away. And uh, I went to visit with his wife and his kids. I was watching his kids play in this like uh, playground area. And I seen this white orb dancing around them. Wow. And I think, and I was, and it was like recently, it was like right after he passed, like the day after he passed away. And so I kind of chucked that up to, that was him, you know, that was him playing with his kids. Right. And another orb story I have is uh, a while back, I was at, uh, in my room, me and Lacey were in my room and we're sitting on the bed and our cat was freaking out. And we both saw 
I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and then I, I focused in on it, but we both saw two orbs flo- floating through the room, and, light- and the lights were on. That was what was really crazy. So it was light in the room, and we saw these two orbs floating through the room, and they floated through the wall. And just to immediately debunk it, I say, oh, well, it was a car driving by, and you know, th- when a car drives by, the lights flash through your window because it was nighttime. Right, but then I but then I realized we were on the third floor. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's kind of difficult. Yeah. So I I was just trying to debunk it. You know, I'm I'm not saying I, this or that, but yeah. So I've seen orbs uh, with my own eyes, and and also lights in the sky. So and I think it's great that we talk about it in this context of what is it? Is it paranormal? Is it aliens? Is it Go, you know, the list can go on. We might be seeing the same thing and we just don't know what to call it or how to classify it in a specific genre of what we're seeing. For sure. Yeah. Thank, thank you, James. Yeah. I'm back. Go ahead, James. No, and that's the thing. It just made me wonder because, you know, like, like Matt was saying, they're seen everywhere. They're seen at all elevations out in space. They're seen near power. Uh, lines and, and outlets and things. One of the other things, and I don't know if you if you if you remember this, Mike. Um, maybe you could pull out the article. But one of the articles that I found, and actually APOC led me to this, is this tether, this uh, space tether, um, that was, I think it was attached to one of the shuttles, and it broke off. There was a, a problem with it, and it broke off away from the shuttle in space. This was in the 70s. And I got it. I got it. I'm going to read yeah. this. Across the entire, uh, so, okay. The three American astronauts on the way to the moon have announced that on the number two panel of the space shuttle Apollo 17, a light signal has been observed, followed by a sound signal. A few seconds later, they disappeared without the astronauts being able to discern their nature. The problem was immediately studied on Earth. A NASA delegate declared that it was not for the first time during the Apollo program that such signals have been recorded during flights. And uh, I, I pulled this out because I, I noted this as like, holy shit, like not just everybody on Earth has seen it. They go to space and they're seeing this shit, too. What, <laughs> what's yep. going on, James? Holy crap, man. Yeah. And so then they, they basically, um, before that, they see this, they have this tether experiment, where, and it breaks away from one of the shuttles. And as it's floating away in space, on camera, these, these lights appear and start surrounding this thing that no one knows for sure why it broke off, but it has, it's powered. It has power in it. So then it's again it's their draw are they drawn to the power? And it this thing went off into space where it was unretrievable, but these lights surrounded it and kept going with it. So again, that's that's the thing. These things are seen and I really do think, you know I think there are different things. I think there are spirit orbs. Like I said, there are spirit orbs, there are out of body, there are astral projection orbs, there there are Maybe even other um, types of life forms that are just orbs or that only appear as orbs, and then there's whatever it is that's out there in space. And but it's it, it amazes me that all of these different things can appear 
so similar to us. So, so which is it? Which is it? <laughs> What's the thing? Define, define the light in the sky, James. What is it? <laughs> what is it? It is unidentified. It's unidentified. Back to the UFOs. Back to the again. It's cra- it's so crazy that right. We we start with like okay, human orbs, spirit orbs. We're like oh, lightsabers. Uh, oh, we're back to UFOs. <laughs> what the fuck does all this even mean? I don't even know. I have no idea, man. Uh, Kelly, while we got you on, let's wind this down. We're a little long, but that's okay. You guys know we got time for you. Nobody tells us when to stop because we're grown ass people. And if you if you're a child listening to this. Go ask your parents' permission, because this is not a children's conversation. Kelly, <laughs> what you got, brother? <laughs> oh, just one last thing. Uh, uh, November 24th is Aura Awareness Day. Or if it's not, that's when it first started, but um, if it's not, it's always the fourth Saturday in November. All right. I didn't know that. I had no yeah. damn idea. <laughs> Just a little something to throw out there before the end of the show. But, yeah, good show, man. Yeah, this is always – I've I've always been intrigued on some of this stuff, too. That's why I've always – I went down this rabbit hole a few times. And uh, it actually uh, – you know, this show, it actually kind of like – that's what I'm saying. I, I, I like everybody's thoughts and uh, their theories. Great. You guys have a good evening. See you tomorrow. You too, bro. Thanks a lot. Thanks for hanging out with us. A uh, shout-out to Tam Bam out there in Rockfan. I see you. Uh, let's go back to Matt. Matt in California. Let's wind this down. What's up, brother? What else you got for us? If you're there or if you're not. Let's go to James, and then we'll go back to Matt if he's there. Go ahead, James. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody again who's helped, um, who I've been talking with recently. I don't even want to say any names right now because I don't want to leave anyone out, just like you always say there, there, Mike. (laughs) Pro tips, Uh, pro tips. Don't list people or you'll leave people out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But those of you all that I've talked to, uh, you know who you are, and and you've all helped me. You know, I was talking with Mike about this the other day. When I had this idea, when I came across this idea, I was talking to people, and they were like, yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff, and it gets, gets weirder when you look into it more. And I was like, wait, wait, so you all, oh, so I'm just new to this idea. This has been around for, okay. And it's not that anyone was was in any way mean about it they were all just saying like yeah it's an interesting one it, you know just wait until you look into it more and they were right and it's it's but it's it's been i had a lot of fun researching this over the weekend i really did lots to talk about lots to think about as always that's what i always say on this show and we're going to keep doing it right uh, god willing we've got tomorrow we're going to keep on punching and like i said the tr- the truth to me is less important than uh kind of asking the right questions to get as close to the truth as possible because in a post-truth world the truth doesn't mean squat it means propaganda it means you're listening to tucker carlson or don lemon and let me tell you they're both douchebags. <laughs> they're both douchebags. That's sorry. That's my opinion. And they're public. They're public figures, and I'm allowed to say that. Just like they can say that about me, and I'll be like, hmm. a propagandist calling me that badge of honor. <laughs> badge of honor. <laughs> All right, Matt, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, good show tonight, Mike. Uh, I have a quote outro. So sure. thank you guys. Thank you guys for everything. So. Good. Pleasure. You're the best. Uh, we got two, actually. We got two. Uh, James, you want to read it? You want me to do it? I'll let you do it, yeah. Okay, uh, so let's go. So I'm going to play the thing. I'm going to do the uh, the outro here. 
play the uh, things so you guys will hear some echo because you guys can hear the outro music. We're going to wait for the uh, the bass to drop, and then uh, Matt's going to go first with an outro quote, and then I got one from James right after that. Uh, so if you guys love the show, please, 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 please spread the word. That's the most important thing. We can beat the algorithms with old school word of mouth. Wait for the bass to drop, Matt. If you're going to have faith, you can't have it just when the miracles happen. You have to have it when you don't. That's from Supernatural. Ooh, that's really good. That's really good. And yes, Thank you guys. fantastic. You're the best, Matt. Appreciate it very much. Uh, this one is from James. A person's energy and the aura they give off never lies. Trust in that. From an anonymous source. I can't thank James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal enough again. He's uh, he's always Johnny on the spot for me. Every time I'm like, uh, I need this. He's like, I'll do it. <laughs> you notice if nobody calls, James is like, I'll do it. He's like, I don't really know anything about this, but I'll call. James, uh, special thanks to you, uh, not just for being part of this show, for being part of all the shows, for being literally the lifeblood of troubled minds. I appreciate you very much, my friend. Oh, no problem. Glad to be here with you all. There you go. As we finish, it goes a little something like this. The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we've got tomorrow. That's for Jay in New York. And of course, if you want to help the show, there are a number of ways. You can sub up on Patreon. You can sub up on Twitch. You can sub up on Rockfin. And of course, spread the word. Listen to the podcast feed. If you uh, do that, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, they're monetized. They got some commercials in there. It's kind of minimal commercial interruption, but uh, it sends a few cents my way every time you do. So please, uh, there you go. There are a number of ways to help the show, uh, and you could do it. You don't have to spend money. It can be absolutely free. Thank you so much for being part of this. Thanks for all the amazing calls. Thanks for all the, all the amazing chat. I don't, I don't even know. I, like it's uh, like I say every time we finish, I'm saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I'm running for office here i promise i'm not yet and uh well as we do this thanks for listening and uh how's it go how's it go james you want to do it you want me to do it i can do it all right it goes exactly like this be sure be strong be true thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours have a great night Nice one, James. <laughs> there we go. With the howls. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Uh, new show makeup tomorrow. We're going to do a new show at uh, 3 p.m. So we'll have a sneak attack new show to make up for the one we missed today. So we'll see you guys tomorrow at the new show, 3 p.m. Pacific on Twitch. Otherwise, same as Troubled Minds Times, 7 p.m. We'll see you there. Have a great one, guys. How's it go? Let's uh, time this perfectly. From our troubled minds to yours. Have a great night.
it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.